This Survivor Caramoan preview special is sponsored by Audible. Find out how to get a free audiobook download by visiting audiblepodcast.com slash R-H-A-P. Coming to you live from my apartment. It's Rob Has a Podcast. And now, here's the guy who's going to be Kara mowing the lawn for the next about four months, Rob Sesternino. Hello, everybody, and welcome, welcome, welcome to our Survivor Kara Moen preview. And I am with here with the first lady of podcasting. Here she is, the lovely... Nicole Sesternino. Nicole, how are you? Hello, I'm fantastic. Nicole, how the hell are you? I'm I'm effing great. You're effing great. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, Nicole, we are so excited to be back here. Here, let me read you some stats here. This okay. is going to be our sixth ever Survivor Preview podcast. That's amazing. As we are getting ready to record our seventh season of Survivor Podcast. Can you believe it? So there has there have been seasons where we didn't do a preview? Probably in the beginning, right? The first season. Yeah. We didn't do a preview of Heroes vs. Villains. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we are getting ready to, believe it or not, Nicole, next month, mm-hmm. by the time the show previews, we will enter year number four of Rob Has a Podcast. Oh, my God. We've been together for four years. <laughs> we've been Well, <laughs> we've been together for longer than that. Yes. We've been together for, uh, it's going to be 10 years ten in years, May. 10 years, yes. Yes, yes. So uh, lots of anniversaries coming up, including our big uh, Survivor the Amazon 10-year reunion show. Wowzer. Uh, which is coming up, I believe, very much still in pencil. Thursday, February 7th is the day we're looking at for that. Oh, that'll be good. Got a lot of Survivors uh, lined up. Should be a good time. Uh, looking forward to that. More details to come on that. And of course, we are in the thick of it on Miss Survivor this week, where we're doing our finalist interviews. You can check those all out on robhasawebsite.com. We'll be voting to crown a Miss Survivor next week. When are the upcoming interviews? I know you did Kim already. Yes. Actually, by the time this goes up, I think RC will be up and then uh, Chelsea later this week. Oh, that's fantastic. Yes. So Really all, getting the ball moving. We're, we're really, we got a lot to do in between now and when Survivor Caramoan uh, kicks off two-hour premiere. It's the first time we've gone to a two-hour premiere on Survivor oh. since Survivor Heroes vs. Villains. It's that good. It's that good. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of hype. Really, if this season is not one of the top two or three seasons of all time, People are going to be disappointed. That's how much this season is being hyped. Yeah, gun to your head. How are you feeling about this? I, I think it's going to deliver. You think it's going to deliver? I feel good. Okay. I think it's going to deliver. So we'll see what happens on uh, February 13th, day before Valentine's Day. Mm. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, a two-hour premiere followed by, uh, I can confirm, we, are, we have been renewed for Survivor Know-It-Alls for season 26. Oh, thank goodness. Yes. So live after the two-hour premiere... Mm-hmm. On uh, February 13th, I will be back with Stephen Fishback to break it all down. Fantastic. And on Valentine's Day. Oh, lovebirds. Yeah, well, you don't know what I'm going to say. Oh, I thought you meant you and Stephen will be recording. No, no. Uh, and then uh, the next day on Valentine's Day, uh-huh. I will be speaking with the first person kicked off of Survivor Carrot <laughs> Moen. So yeah, if we if Not it's a, a girl. Not a happy Valentine's Day for them. If it's a girl, it might be Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. You'll be their Valentine. I could be their Valentine. <laughs> yes. That's a very lonely. For 15 minutes. A very lonely Survivor valentine mm-hmm. is me no oh wah, wah. i'm very sad yeah 
Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, we're very excited about the new season of Survivor coming up. I think it's going to be our biggest season ever. It's great on the podcast when we have returning players because we can talk to all people that played with these people already. Uh, there's a, always a lot of back and forth. It's going to be crazy on Twitter. So it's really going to be we're, we're gearing up for what should be a very fun time on the podcast these next couple of months. Yeah, I'm excited for all of the returning players. I think that they're going to be really good. It is going to be excited. Yeah. So we want to make sure you're ready for the podcast uh, coming down the pipe. So Here's what I we just added a new widget onto the sidebar. I know a lot of people are subscribed to the podcast on iTunes. Uh, that's the most popular way most people subscribe to a podcast. Uh, you can see there's a little iTunes icon in the sidebar on robhasawebsite.com. But I've also added another very popular way that people are using the pod, listen to the podcast: the Stitcher icon. And I haven't oh. talked about Stitcher in a while. But a lot of people have Stitcher uh, in their cars. Stitcher is coming with a lot of people's cars. And also, if you are on an Android, uh, I don't think you can get to iTunes. Now, we're a little, uh, we don't know a lot about what goes on on the Android. Yeah, we're iPhone people. Maybe we need an Android correspondent. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm under the impression the easiest way to get the podcast if you're on Android is on Stitcher. Uh, yes. And we're actually, if you, we're actually placed pretty prominently on Stitcher. If you go in, if, if, that, if you go into entertainment and then reality TV, uh, we show up on the on the front page of entertainment for them. So that's yeah, we pretty love cool. the Stitcher. Yeah, and then if you're not on either of those, you have a, you have a podcatcher. You can grab the RSS link as well in the sidebar of Robin's website. Nicole's eyes are crossing; she has no idea what I'm talking. I about. I don't know what this RSS is. <laughs> you don't have it, to know. It, it confuses me. You don't have to know. About I don't know it. all this nerd talk. Yeah, you don't have to know about it. And there's one one last nerdy thing before we move on. <laughs> We've also started... It's not going to be the last. No, it is. Before we get started, okay. last nerdy thing, we got uh, set up on the... I am a fan of the Google Plus. A lot mm-hmm. of people are like... Oh, I'm liking a, the Google Plus. It's a ghost town. Nobody's there. It's really not. It's not. And I like it. And mm-hmm. I like it. And if you want to join our Rob is a Podcast community on Google Plus, if you want to be one of the few and proud people to say, I am a, I am on Google Plus, you can check it out if you go to robisawebsite.com slash G+. Uh, P-L-U-S. We're going to spell it out. You can do some cool stuff on there, which you cannot do on our Facebook fan page, which you used to be able to do uh, when it was more fun. Mm-hmm. Back in the old days. Back in my day. <laughs> Back in my day on a Facebook <laughs> fan page. Okay, so let's get into it. I know people are saying uh, either listening to this at double speed or whatever, trying to get just get to the good stuff. Get to the meat and potatoes. Here's what we're going to do. Uh, ten new players on this season. Ten returning favorites now i was gonna do it where you want to go just go through the fans do you want to just start with the favorites or or do you want to do one and one let's do one and one (laughs) all right let's keep it interesting keep it (laughs) this way people looking for just the fans have to stay and the people looking just for the favorites have to stay who's looking besides the 10 fans (laughs) and their family who's looking for just the fans i don't know and i have to say i feel bad for the fans here because they're going to get a raw deal. Nobody's going to remember them. I don't think so. I think one of them's going to win. You think? Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, let's just look back at the last. Now, maybe it's because of the last fans versus favorites, mm-hmm. and maybe look, it looks like they have some good some good fans cast. But uh-huh. if you know, I would think the conventional wisdom says we're not going to remember any of these fans uh, a year from now. Unless they do something really stupid. So if you like, know you're going to get voted out, do something like stupid. Like Eric Reichenbach? Yes. <laughs> I mean, let's go real real quick. How many of the fans from Fans vs. Favorites 1 can you name? Uh, Eric. 
Okay, besides Eric. Okay. Okay, that's one. Mikey B, because we know him. Mikey B. Um, who's the chick that um that looks like a cat? The chick that looks like a cat, not Natalie ta- Bolton. Okay, that's mm-hmm. three. Uh, and you know you're asking the wrong person. No, this. I'm asking the right person <laughs> because you are somebody who is very much in the Survivor universe, uh-huh. but you're not like you know a you're not a, a, you know a super super fan. Yeah, I think that's all I can name. Okay, so three out of ten. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And really, it would be two out of ten if I did. We didn't know Mikey. Day. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. There's a there was a, there's a few more. Uh-huh. There's a, there was Kathy who had the breakdown and Chet. Okay. Uh, who Chet? Who is uh, he's hosting the Miss Nevada pageant? There you go. Mm-hmm. See, so being the one of the fans does get you places. Uh huh. Well, he was already doing that. Yeah. Uh, there's a, f- a few others that uh, there was uh, Joel. Joel, oh, he was yes, one of them. Yes, yes. There was the girl. Wouldn't that, have remembered him. The, there was the girl that was engaged to Rhino, Mary. <laughs> right. Yes. There was the guy that told Eliza that the Has Unity he... Idol was a stick. Oh, it's an effing stick. Yeah, Jason. Has Rhino dated a chick from every season of Survivor? <laughs> we'll have to get. We'll have to get him on one time. Just we won't even talk about Survivor. We'll just, about... just the chicks that he's dated. Yeah. All right. So let's get into it. So let's start. How about we'll go with a fan and then a favorite. Fan and then a favorite. That's perfect. Okay. So we are looking at the CBS uh, website. I will post a link on on robiswebsite.com to get to this page so you can look at it. It's cbs.com slash shows slash survivor slash cast. Mm-hmm. Okay. And let's start with our first fan going into the season. Here is Laura. Laura Alexander, Nicole. Mm-hmm. All right. 23 years old. She's 23 years old. She's an administrative officer. Her hobbies include traveling, jigsaw puzzles, and dancing. Oh, she's dancing. Uh, she's uh, If she could have three things to go onto the island, uh, she would not choose any because she's not very sentimental. <laughs> and uh, we always like to look at the survivor contestant that you are most like. She says... I relate to Brenda Lowe, Poverty Shallow, and Jenna Maraska. Oh, okay. There you go. And she may get to... Because they're all strategically strong women. (laughs) That's why she likes that? Yes, that's that's what it says. Really, that wasn't what I... If if you told me those three names, I wouldn't have come up with strategically strong women. Maybe for one. (laughs) Or two. (laughs) I'm just saying that if that was... If if we were on the $25,000 pyramid, Nicole... Uh All right, and and we're in the we're in the bonus round, and I'm saying to you, Brenda Lowe, Parvati Shallow, uh-huh. Jenna Maraska, you're not blurting out. Oh, strategically strong women. <laughs> like at least two of them are winners, though. <laughs> at least two of them are winners. One doesn't scramble. Like I'm not saying to you, Sari. Yes. Denise. <laughs> Sophie. Yes. Kim Spradlin. That would be speaking the language. Okay. See, yes. I'm just, I, I like the $25,000 pyramid. I think that she just picked three hot chicks. Yeah, that's basically let's, that's what we're going for. Let's keep it real. Let's, let's go, keep it real. Yes, <laughs> that's what we're going for. All right. So uh, also, Nicole, let me just also, I did not remember at the beginning of this show to point out the fact that I am on a hot streak. I have select, correctly selected the winner of Survivor. In my predictions, one season in a row. Mm-hmm. One season in a row. Congra- Congratulations. <laughs> the reigning champion yes. of Survivor predictions. How many did I get? How many did you get? How many did I get right? Uh, you may have gotten 
two right two in, right two right in the previous five seasons so you okay have and one big brother and one big brother mm-hmm. that doesn't count because that's fixed <laughs> stop it you knew you for the record you can say you I read looked, the spoilers you re- looked at the spoilers, the spoilers for, big, for brother big brother during the summer you can finally come clean with that i will admit it it's true <laughs> you went on the spoiler boards mm-hmm. for big brother all right so here we go here's laura uh what was your take on laura um well she is also from the same hometown as survivor winner amber <laughs> Yes, she is from Beaver County, Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. and everybody knows uh, Amber is uh, straight out of Beaver. Everybody loves the Beaver. Yes, <laughs> yes. So uh, they have lots of they do have lots of fun jokes in Beaver. So uh-huh. you know she has to have a good sense of humor. Yes. <laughs> yes. So did you like Laura? Uh, I actually did. I actually did. You know, I find it very hard though to watch these interviews. You know what really would help me was when Dalton Ross did his interviews, the video interviews, uh, I felt like those were very telling for you me. You got a sense of their personality. Yeah, because it wasn't just somebody just riffing of, you know, somebody asking them a question, so how do you think you're going to do? And everybody, they say the same, everybody says the right. same thing. Like, uh, oh, well, I'm going to go out there and, I'm, you know, I'm not going to give them what people think. I was people, a little bored with some of the, with a lot of the. You know, interviews. I'm the total package. That you know, sure I'm, you I'm gonna lie. You know, I'm gonna lie, but not too much. And I'm gonna be, be likable. And I'm gonna make people think that they can tell me what to do. I'm gonna be do. under the radar. I'm gonna be under the radar, yeah. but I'm gonna be strong. And you know, everybody kind of says the same thing. And at least with Dalton Ross, like he's in the mix and he's like having a conversation with them. And I found that I would get more out of that. So Absolutely, I, I, I completely agree. So I have to say, I feel like I'm flying a little blind this season. I, I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. And I know Dalton Ross has interviews. Dalton Ross and Gordon Holmes, they did text interviews, like written interviews with them. But one, then you have to read them. And I don't like to read. Yeah. That's <laughs> why we read, we listen to audiobooks. <laughs> we listen to audiobooks. That's right. And you have to read the interviews. And they're not all out yet. Mm-hmm. It, seems like, it seems like they're releasing like one a day to it. Is, oh, is that right? Yeah. So there's still a ways to go. There, that's called milking it in, uh, the, in the journalism yes. business. <laughs> Milk yeah. it. We're, we're not milking it. We give you, here's one show. We didn't do like one podcast a day on each one of these people. We don't have that kind of time. And you don't either. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you don't either. Put it all in one show. I was thinking about maybe we should do one show with the just the fans and one show with just the favorites, but just yeah, put it oh, all in Oh, why bother? Yeah. What are we yeah. tease people? Yeah. All right. So You're such a tease. <laughs> I'm not a tease. I'm doing it all in one show. Okay. So back to Laura. Back to Laura. I have to say that I feel like she talked a very good game. I got a good feeling off of Laura. Yeah. I have to say that I have a lukewarm feeling. Do you yeah. have a great feeling from her? Out of the interviews that I saw, I think that she stood out the most, or one of the most. I really? think there was there was another one that I that I liked. No, I did think she, I did think she was good. I thought she had a, a, mm-hmm. said a lot of the right things. I thought she seemed very smart. Um, I think that she's somebody who could do very well. I don't see why there would be any reason why people would be targeting her to get rid of her unless you, you never know with with any of these people but i don't see any red flags here yeah I'm, I'm with you yeah so how good do you feel about laura i feel pretty good yes i do i feel pretty good yeah you feel do you feel great um i feel pretty good I like to continue with the interview with the with the podcast and can talk about the other players and then go back to like pick my winner yes that's how my brain works okay 
She does have a good pedigree of being from Beaver, Pennsylvania. So that <laughs> yes. is that will help her in uh the, but you know that doesn't help you the first time you're out. Well, there were two winners from the good old state of Pennsylvania. Maybe there'll be three. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe, although she does not name Amber Burkich as one of her strategically smart players that she wants to be like. That is true. Yeah. Now, to our knowledge, that the fans versus favorites twist is going to be one tribe of fans versus favorites. Although I would have to say I wouldn't expect them to keep that very long. With the way that they usually do things, it'll probably last three episodes. Three episodes. I think Mm -hmm. on the first fans versus favorites, it lasted four Mm -hmm. episodes. Um, like three to four. Three. Uh, I think it was four. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I'm going to be sitting there the first night. Every time the fans are on the screen, I'm like, all right, let's get back to the favorites. Uh, oh, definitely. To- so I feel like mixing them up would be very fun. Yeah, I think they should just mix them up right away. Mix them up right away. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe that's what they're going to do. It's a, it is a two-hour premiere. So who knows what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. But very very exciting. So we feel, we feel good about Laura. Thumbs up on Laura. Arrow is pointing up on... Laura. Yes. So now alpha, we're going to go alphabetically through the fans. We'll just go by how they're listed on uh, CBS.com. That's, we're not going to. That sounds like a good we're idea. We're not going to reinvent the wheel. Mm-hmm. And let's go back to uh, our our friend. Here she is. Andrea. Don't call me Baliki. <laughs> Belki. Here she is. Welcome back, Andrea. Now, Andrea, let's uh, talk a little bit about her. She's an uh, entertainment host and a writer. Yes, she is. Yes. Very big entertainment host. Mm-hmm. All everywhere you look, she's ho- she is she's doing hosting. a new show called Fit or Flop. It's uh, a fitness show, so and it's it's very good. I've seen I've seen some of it online. All right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. All right, and she is uh, her her personal claim to fame is uh, moving to New York from Wisconsin on a whim, and I'm still here. Okay. Um, I would have said uh, being a 2012 Miss Survivor finalist. That's what she should have said. <laughs> yes. Points taken away, Andrea. <laughs> yes. Uh, her hobbies are uh, horseback riding, sports, traveling, and getting paid to talk. Mm. I- I'd like to get on, on some of that getting paid to talk. <laughs> that would be good. Yes. Uh, or she's got some pet peeves. Uh, New York men who catcall women as we walk by. Now, uh, didn't I, actually, she, I actually like it. Didn't she start that by putting all the meows out uh, on yeah, Twitter? Yeah, you're asking for it, Andrea. She did ask you're for it. You're asking for it. Uh, she doesn't understand what that accomplishes. And her three words to describe her are quirky, driven, and fierce. Yep. Yes. Okay. Uh, those are three good words for her. The formatting on Andrea's page on the CBS website could be uh, leaves a little to be desired. Mm-hmm. No, if that has nothing to do with Andrea. Right. It's uh, maybe a sleep at the switch here on the Andrea page. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. The survivor that she is most like. Uh, I guess I'm a smidge like Stephanie LaGrosa when it comes to being a force in the challenges and being a bit of a tomboy. I wouldn't have said that. I wouldn't have said that either, but okay. Yeah. She knows herself better than we do. Okay. Andrea has also, she was from Survivor Redemption Island. She played with Boston Rob. Mm-hmm. She was voted out twice in one season. Right. Uh, she had a showmance. Yes, she did. And here she is. She's back now for uh, Survivor Fans versus Favorites 2, Nicole. Uh, yes, and she said that she would have a showmance and she would flirt if she had to. Yes. Yeah. yes. She, she's a boyfriend now. Well, that could throw that out the window when you mm-hmm. get to Survivor, yep. Nicole. All right. So she is a bit showmantic, Andrea. She is showmantic. She is showmantic. She <laughs> this is a new term. Like very, you're very showmantic. <laughs> she is showmantic. Well, uh-huh. one who who showmances. Mm-hmm. Um, so she is could have a sh- you know 
There are now the eligible guys. A, a jealous showman. A jealous showmantic. Yes, jealous. Mm-hmm. Remember when the worst kind of showmantic. Remember when Krista Klump gave Elrod uh, the Bible. You never give another man <laughs> your Bible. She didn't like that. No, she did not care for that. Mm-mm. Okay, so now on the favorites, there's not a ton of eligible bachelors. You would think that maybe. Philip might be a little too old. I hope she doesn't tempt Brandon Hans. Yes, we hope she, I hope I hope she doesn't not. tempt Stay Brandon. Stay away, Andrea, please. Cochran, may, yeah. maybe. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Could be. Maybe. <laughs> uh, you really think that maybe Reichenbach or Malcolm could be contenders there. And then there's also... I feel like Malcolm and Andrea look too much alike. They look alike. They can't, <laughs> they can't be together. They have the same haircut? They have the same like dreamy hair. Ooh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe some of the fans, though. Maybe. Yeah. I wasn't that impressed with some of the, with all the uh, the men on the fans. Okay. So let's talk we'll, about. We'll get there though. Let's talk about Andrea's chances. And I have to say, Andrea seems like somebody who I think could do well in a fans versus favorites. Because just going by the first fans versus favorites, the people who did well on that first on that first season were a lot of the women. A lot of the sexy chicks. Yeah. Your Parvities, your Amanda's. Actually, they were in the final two of that right. season. So is there Suri? Suri, Suri did well also. <laughs> yes, if that's your thing. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to say that I can't see any reason why Andrea would be out early. Yeah. Right. I mean, you got to think. I I have a good feeling about Andrea. I think that she's going in with a really great attitude. People like her. She's definitely a person. She's personable, mm-hmm. and she's um very charismatic. She's fun. She's charismatic, and she has really no target on her back to speak of. Like, yeah. there's nobody could come into the game and say, "Look, we got to get rid of Baliki because blank." There's really no good reason. Right. So I got to think that she's going to be around for a bit here. I, I agree. I think so, too. So I feel good about Andrea. Now, Andrea is my one-time pick on Survivor Redemption Island. Could she be the first person ever to be my pick twice? Mm-hmm. And after she let me down twice on Redemption Island, I don't know if I can go back to that well. Well, if you don't pick her but picked her last time, it's still, it doesn't count as if she wins, <laughs> just so you know. That doesn't count? That does not count. That doesn't count? All right. So I, gotta, I feel good about Andrea. feel good about Andrea Agreed. coming back. Agreed. Okay. All right. So let's go back. Let's go back to a fan here. All right. So here we go. Uh, back to the fan column. And here we go. My CBS.com is a little. It's really slow today. It's a, it's a little slow. Mm-hmm. All right. Here we go. Let's talk about Sherry Beethman. Beithman? Sherry. How do you want to say that? Sherry Beethman? I can't even find her. Okay. Sherry, where are you? <laughs> All right. Here, let me tell you about Sherry. Okay. So Sherry is a 41-year-old fast food franchisee. Do we know what fast food franchise she owns? Is it a Sonic? We, do, we don't know. I bet it's a Wendy's. You bet it's a Wendy's? I bet it's a Wendy's. Uh, could it be a Taco Bell? <laughs> What do you what do you want to guess? I already told you. I guess Wendy's. <laughs> Wendy's? Hmm. I don't know. I'm going to make a Subway. I think it's something healthy. She looks like a like she's a, a healthy chick. Okay, it could be something healthy. Maybe it's a Subway. Maybe <laughs> so eat fresh. Or a Quiznos. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> pulling out the big yeah. Q. Don't you think she kind of looks like an older Elizabeth Hasselbeck. <laughs> that didn't cross my mind. Yes. All right. So let's talk about Co- Sherry. Crossed with Sandra Bullock. Okay. 
Her personal claim to fame is uh, finding the right diagnosis for my autistic son, Colby. Uh, Who is named after Colby Donaldson. Yes, Mm -hmm. yes. Um, Had to have been feeling better about that call in 2001 Uh as opposed to 2010. Yes. The Colby 1.0. Yeah, and then old man Colby. Not the (laughs) Superman in a fat suit Colby. (laughs) As James said during... That was, that was awesome. That was awesome. But still feeling good. Yeah. Still feeling pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I've talked about this before on the show. I have a cousin who is autistic. Right. I see, uh, you know, what my aunt and uncle deal with. Uh, and uh, that's a tough it's a It's tough challenging. Thing. It's very challenging. It's so a, it takes a strong person to... to put it out there so i have a lot of respect for that Mm -hmm. um i think the one of the previous contestants from survivor i believe that had the same circumstance i believe christina kell uh survivor redemption island who was another tough cookie who i think would have gone very far in that game Mm -hmm. had it not been for boston rob of really picking her out early because she was strong hey she's gotta go yeah she knows what she's doing (laughs) i gotta get rid of her yeah yeah, so I think that she could be another tough customer. She's a business owner. She's an entrepreneur. Uh, mm-hmm. If you could have three things on the island, what would they be and why? A toothbrush, coffee, and a computer with Wi-Fi. Well, where are you going to plug it in? So uh, really obviously the coconut tree. A a generator, <laughs> a, <laughs> a a tarp to keep it dry. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it's a lot of work. Survivor contestant, you are most like uh, Parvati. I have a strong personality and lots of charm. Some people will see that as a threat, uh, so I'll have to get rid of them first. Okay. Lots of people bringing up Parvati's this season. They always do. Yeah. They always do. She's probably, if maybe one, maybe one of the listeners uh, who's really bored can go back and tell us, who are the most referenced people in the Survivor that you are most like? <laughs> uh, I think she definitely wins. I think so, too. I think she definitely wins. I think she probably wins. Mm. Uh, <laughs> so... And then we'll come up with a list of the people who are least mentioned. <laughs> it's a big tie. Yeah. All right. So uh, reason to be on Survivor. She says, I want to win to prove to myself that I can outplay the competition. Plus, I'm looking for an adventure. Just getting on Survivor is an incredible experience and a great example for my kids. Yeah. Okay. Uh, don't go on Survivor to prove it to yourself. Why not? <laughs> I don't know. Seems like there's easier th- things to do than prove it to yourself than to go on Survivor. But they're looking for an adventure. <laughs> I guess they so. want to meet probes. I guess so. Pet peeves are liars, clutter, and anything dirty. Well, well, you're in the Ooh. wrong place, lady. <laughs> what kind of dirty? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Uh, all right. So, well, I think she has to say that just in case the board of health is watching. Germs, bacteria. Yes, yeah, not in my quiz. Rodent droppings. Those are my pet peeves. Yeah. I hate them. Uh, <laughs> so here we go, Nicole. What is our take on Sherry? Sherry I, B. I like her. Um, take it you don't love her. I. You don't like her more than a friend. I. <laughs> more than a pick. I wouldn't get down and dirty with her. She does not like that. Yes. Um, I don't have a good feeling about it. I think that she might be too strong, and she'll be get like Christina Keld. Christina Kelt. Yeah. Here's the thing about the early 40-year-old lady on Survivor. Mm -hmm. At some point early on, she's probably going to have a breakdown. It happens. We've seen it happen to Kathy Vavrick O'Brien. We've seen it happen to Dawn Meehan. We've Uh seen it happen to Lisa Welchel. We've seen it happen to Holly Hoffman, okay? This happens a lot. 
Yeah. Will she, like those people I just mentioned, will she be able to work through it? I don't see her having a breakdown. I just see her being too strong, you know, mentally and physically. I think Too that's, strong. So yeah. you think that the other players could view her as, as a threat? I, I think so. And I, she's a mom. She's probably, you know, used to, you know, getting things done. It could rub people the wrong way. I don't know how if the fans are going to think that way. That I mean, the way you're talking about it. I think that's it, how people think. I don't know. I feel like that's how returning players might think. And uh-huh. if they get mixed up, maybe the returning players could say, oh, okay, we got to watch out for her. Uh-huh. But in a in a group of fans where she's the old, one of the older ones, and she appears to be in good shape. Yeah, she, she does Pilates. She cycles. Yeah, she's in good shape. I don't see her as being the kind of person that, 10 random people, 10 fans would say, we got to get rid of her first. Mm-hmm. I Maybe think not to, first. Yeah. So we'll see. I, I feel I feel somewhat okay about her. Yeah. I'm, I'm feeling pre-merge. 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 Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I like her. So I hope, she, I hope she does stick around. All right. Well, let's go back to the faves now. Okay. Okay. Here we go. How about let's talk about Brandon. Oh, let's talk about him. Let's talk about Brandon because uh, what's there's a lot to talk about. There's, there's a lot here. <laughs> there's a lot here to talk about. So uh, Bra- uh, Brandon Hance, uh, he's in the chemical disposal industry, <laughs> which <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know how I feel like about Tony that. Soprano. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was thinking more like Breaking Bad. Yeah. Like, oh, yes. <laughs> chemical disposal industry. Yes, Tony Soprano was just in the garbage disposal. I don't, do I trust Brandon Hance with my dangerous chemicals? <laughs> Like, do I re- do I trust that he's putting them in the in the proper receptacle, <laughs> or do I trust he's not just going and putting them in the ocean or in his lunchbox? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, his uh, his inspiration in life is Jesus Christ. We know his pet peeve is stupid people. Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah, very interesting. Uh, three words to describe you, Nicole. Here we go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sexy, okay, crazy fun. One of those is right, and loyal. Mm-hmm. Now, that's four words if you ask me. <laughs> well, right. it's crazy fun. Just, crazy, yeah, maybe crazy fun, like maybe, a lot of fun. Maybe it's hyphenated, and yeah. the people at CBS.com didn't get it right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, if you could have three things on the island, what would they be? Uh, he says a one, a picture of my children. Okay, he's a proud father. Two, uh, the Bible. He likes that. And three, a pair of underwear. <laughs> You, do you not bring underwear? I think maybe that he plays. He plays commando. Well, maybe a lot of people are assuming that you get underwear in these three things, and so maybe the first thing you might say is clothes. But don't you have clothes? Don't you have underwear? <laughs> you would think so. I think he, that he didn't want to assume. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, so he's. <laughs> uh, why do you think you'll survive, Survivor? He says hunting, fishing, and fire breathing. Uh, he breathes fire. Was he a dragon? <laughs> Daenerys, take me to your Brandon hands. Uh, why do you think you'll be the sole survivor? I was almost the sole survivor, but I won't make the same mistakes again. I should hope not. I, I, I should, should hope, hope not. not. If if somebody says to you, Brandon, give me the necklace because God wants you to, I should hope this time you will say no. Yes. Did you know that he played... A perfect game last time? No, I didn't. Well, that, yeah, in his interviews, he said that he played like, a perfect game. He just made that one mistake. Like David Wells? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> very optimistic in his interview. Okay, very... He's going to op- take it home. Very optimistic. Mm-hmm. He is... Uh, and no one thinks he's a threat. Yes. Nobody thinks he's a... Well, I have to say, mm-hmm. um, if I was out there on Survivor, 
Mm-hmm. And Brandon Hance was on my track. If I was one of the 10 uh, returning favorites, mm-hmm. um, and Brandon Hance was on my tribe, I would have to say, well, well I'll keep this guy around. <laughs> I mean, where's he going? Yeah. I, I, I'd feel good about that. I mean, especially going by what I watched the last time. Right. I mean, I don't feel like he's, while I feel like he's threatening, <laughs> as in. It's a di- uh, in different context. <laughs> as in, I, I'd be, I'm concerned about my safety. <laughs> Your well-being. When, he, when, when he's around. So I find him threatening, uh-huh. but I don't find him to be a threat. Uh-huh. Okay. So <laughs> I feel good. I feel good about him. Uh, so I would want to keep him around. Right. I wouldn't see any reason to get rid of him. Right. I hear you. So I feel I feel good. Now, Brandon Hance made some uh, headlines in the Survivor-verse uh, this <laughs> week. Because uh, of the interviews that have come to light, so far this has been the one that has made uh, the most waves. It's very strange. It's very... It's an odd interview. Yes, it's that a strange Brand- interview. That Brandon Hance gave with uh, our friend Dalton Ross over... At Entertainment Weekly, and I wanted to uh, read to you from it uh, just a bit. I would like to hear it, please. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, so here's uh, from Dalton Ross with uh, with Brandon Hans. So in the interview, uh, Dalton Ross asks him, "The thing you obviously struggled with last time was that gray area. Everything was very black and white with you. And I guess the question is, how are you going to deal with that gray area this time?" Are you going to continue to always tell the truth or have you learned to modify that a little bit? Mm-hmm. So Brandon says, ask me my name. And Dalton Ross says, what's your name? <laughs> and Brandon says, Mr. Gray Man. Dalton Ross says, Mr. Gray Man. And Brandon says, boom, boom, boom. That's all you need. I'm Mr. Gray Man. That's my answer to that question. This is a game. If we were to play football, I know personally that Tim Tebow, and everybody in America knows it, that Tim Tebow is a born-again Christian. The man plays one of the roughest sports ever. Do you think he's freaking out about how hard he's got to hit the quarterback? No. Because he is the quarterback. (laughs) Well, Dalton Ross writes in parenthetical, uh, no, Tim Tebow actually plays quarterback, but not unlike Bluto in Animal House. Forget it. He's rolling. So Brandon <laughs> continues, because it's a game. I'm going to smash, metaphorically speaking, these people. Mentally, mentally, physically, this is a different person here. All right. So then the, the, one of the, the more controversial part of this interview comes towards the end. Okay? So Dalton Ross asks him, uh, well, let's talk about a, uh, a tough Hans man. Russell was pretty harsh about your previous performance during, uh, both during the season and at the live reunion. What's your relationship like now? And Brandon says, uh, it actually was wonderful until I got back together with my wife. Uh, Dalton Ross says, well, why is that? And Brandon says, because when you're lonely and sad, you want to be lonely and sad with someone else. Uh, it's tough to be, it's tough to be lonely with someone else. I find then you wouldn't be lonely (laughs) and I'm being straight up. I want him to see this. I want him to read this. Maybe it will hit him in his head. When something good happens for somebody and nothing good has happened for you, you get a little bit bitter. And I feel like that's what it is right now. I feel like he's very sad and hurt. And it kind of sucks because we had a really good time together when I wasn't with my wife. And I wanted that kind of relationship even with my wife. So it shows that it's an ulterior motive from him to obviously have me as a friend, as a companion. 
I'm just there to help his pain go away, which I didn't do anything with him sexually, so I don't see what? how that's a problem. <laughs> what? Let me re- let me maybe I missed something here. Maybe I don't a, think so. Maybe there's a typo. Um, so it shows that it's an ulterior motive from him to, to obviously have me as a friend, as a companion. I'm just there to help his pain go away, which I didn't do anything with him sexually. So I don't see how that's a problem. What? Nicole. But where is his pain? You're much more sensitive than I am. Yes. What, what, what do we make out of this? I don't know what to make out of this. Yes. He didn't do anything with him sexually. Thank God. I was wondering. Now, did somebody accuse Brandon of doing something I, sexually I don't know. Were people wondering this? Did, they, like, did we need an answer to this <laughs> qu- this question? Was this, was this a question? I, not that I know of. Did somebody make this accusation? I, what was... And there was no follow-up to this? Uh, then the, the, the last question was, uh, Dalton says, um, okay, so <laughs> who's your loved one this time if you make it to the loved one episode? Brandon says, my wife. She's tough, man. She got guns. Now, again, we don't know if this is literally or <laughs> metaphorically she has guns. Uh, I'm taking it literally. <laughs> yes. I might say about you, metaphorically, you have guns. Yes. Uh, Mrs. Brandon Hans, I, I suspect, may literally have guns. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, agreed. <laughs> agreed. Okay. Mm. So, Brandon Hans, luckily, uh, he didn't do do anything uh, with Russell Hans sexually. Thank which, God. Which, you know... Not every survivor can say that. Not a lot of survivors can say that, <laughs> to be honest. Let's keep it real. <laughs> but, so, Nicole, what's, what's our take on Brandon Hans? Oh, Brandon Hans. Um, he's, uh, he's just so unpredictable that I don't know what to think. Yeah, I don't know, I don't what, know to what to think. I don't know what to think. He's a wild card here. Yeah. Big time wild card. Could go a number of different directions, but I could just see him lasting around for for a while. But just I, being that guy that they want to keep around, just a, a vote as long as yeah. he's doing what people tell him to do. And he's a hard worker. The here's the thing though: if he's going to be a loose cannon, though, where if he's going to be like, if he's going to be like how he was with Coach and just do what Coach wants, that's fine. But if he's going to go off the reservation and say like, uh, well, hey, I'm. You know, I'm I'm voting for Michaela tonight because, uh, or I'm I'm voting for uh, who's give me one of the names of the of the new people. Um, like I didn't like the way Julia. Yeah, I didn't like the way Julia looked at me today. So uh, she's uh, <laughs> she's the devil. She's the devil. I'm voting for her. Uh-huh. Then I, I could see it being a problem. Yeah. But if he's gonna stick with the program and do what the other favorites tell him to do. I think he could stay around for quite some time. But I don't think the favorites are going to put up with a lot of crap. No, no. We're not going to, and we're not going to deal with, you know, he's the only one out of this group that we're on South Pacific. There was a lot of, you know, coach was like leading the prayer circle and all that stuff. This season, I don't know if there's going to be a lot of the, uh, you know, I think there's going to be some hard playing this year. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see what, we'll see what happens for Brandon, but I could see him getting, you know, you know, past the merge here for a while and keep keeping him around. But, right. you know, he is good in the challenges. He's a hard worker and he's strong. He works hard at the yeah. camp. He's a he's a good in the challenges. But, mm-hmm. you know, he's just he's such a wild card. You have yeah. no idea what he's going to do. Yeah. Which All is right. great television. Good television. <laughs> yes. Um, I would have rather seen Russell, though. 
<laughs> but let's not even go there. <laughs> we won't go there. All right. All right. So here we go, Nicole. Let's go into uh, here's Matt Bischoff. Uh, he is from the. Hold on. Let me bring bring him up. Matt Bischoff, one of the fans, okay? He's Beard Man. Beard Man. Mm -hmm. Uh, He is from Cincinnati, Ohio. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's into BMX sales. His personal claim to fame is that he's uh, proud of being a daddy to his two boys. Uh, His inspiration in life is Hans Langseth. He grew the longest beard ever at 17.5 feet long. He pretty much rules my life. All hail long beards. All right, let's stop right here with the beard stuff. Uh Okay. I we watched a movie. I was recently. just going to talk about this. Yes. We watched a movie. Uh, it was on, it's on Netflix. It's a documentary called uh, Mansum. Is that what it's called? Manscaping. Ma- no, it's not called Manscaping. <laughs> I believe it's called Mansum. Uh, it's a Morgan Morgan Spurlock is in, is involved, and in I don't know if he is if he directed it. Uh, he's involved with it. Jason, Jason Bateman, Will Arnett are the, the hosts of it, and there's a whole big thing about beard competitions and beard growth mm-hmm. and all, all this stuff. Really? It's a big thing. It's like there's people like they come from different countries to be in, in these uh competitions and they comb their It's beard. not a sport. It's not a <laughs> not sport. A, not according to them. They take it very seriously. Yeah, uh, I guess so. It's not a sport. Mm-hmm. That's not that's nothing to be proud of. Uh, well, it, um, it's something to be proud I of. I guess so. I guess so. Yes. But I just feel like I don't know if Matt is there to play the game. I think Matt is there to for publicity for his beard. I disagree. I, I think don't Matt, know. I think Matt is um, he's a very positive person. Very positive person. Um, and I can't say anything bad about anybody that looks like Jesus. Well, no, Jesus did not have a record-setting beard. Okay, okay, but I'm sure in his day it was pretty long. <laughs> no, I'm sure it was pretty average in his day, <laughs> if anything. Yes. So, so the beard thing is a huge turnoff for me. Okay. I have to admit. Okay. Okay? It's not for everybody. Yeah. We just like stubble in this house. Because here's the thing. If, okay, if it comes down to it, mm-hmm. and it's, it's day 33, and you're at a food auction, and, or... or the, it's going to get disgusting. Okay, whatever. Yeah, it's going to get disgusting. It's going to get it's disgusting. It's going to smell. Right. There's right. going to be bugs crawling out of it. All right. If it's day 33... And Jeff Probst says, uh, all right, everybody, today's immunity challenge is uh, who can shave their beard the fastest? <laughs> uh, and this, whoa, 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 I'm, you is know. Is this the girls, too? <laughs> yes, yes. Um, you have to be willing to uh, do anything, and I don't know if he's willing to risk the beard. You never know. You never know what people will do for a million dollars. They you, may even shave their beard. You never know. So mm-hmm. I... You cannot have two goals. You can't. Uh, you cannot have the goal of being the sole survivor and having the longest beard in the world. Two that, different, it's two are, different. He's, he's two different worlds. He's what if it gets it. caught in the fire? Well, then, well, that'll smell really bad. <laughs> <laughs> what if? What if like Mike Scoopin? What if his beard? What if he loses his beard in the fire? Will he have to be <laughs> medevaced out of the game? Pro- probably. That's a medical emergency. <laughs> All right. A reason for being on Survivor, I want to win and I want to open up people's minds and show them not to judge a book by its cover. Rob. A person's true character lies with... Look, if if Matt wins Survivor, 
I he will change my perception of competitive beard people. Will you then become a competitive beard person? <laughs> I have all to do to grow with the hair on my head right now. Amen. <laughs> all right. Uh, Survivor contestant you are most like Rupert. He has a big heart and, and loves a big to beard. Play, and he has a big beard and loves to play the game. Uh, his teddy bear personality and tough looks remind me of myself. Also Lex. He was a cool guy, a smart, down-to-earth dude with a band and lots of tattoos. Yep. But Lex and Rupert are not that much alike. They at are all. nothing. They are alike. nothing alike. They are nothing alike. <laughs> yeah, and two totally different games too. Two totally different people. So I don't know how well we'll see how much Matt is a Survivor super fan. But I feel thumbs down. Oh, I'm thinking poor so Matt. far. Yeah. So far. Uh huh. All hail long beards. Oh, poor Matt. Yeah, long beard. Don't care. <laughs> that okay. was uh, that was an amazing race. Long hair. Don't care. Uh-huh. We'll see. I I am. My perceptions can always be changed, but I'm not feeling it about Beard Man. I'm not getting the winner energy off of him. No. Yeah. No. That he one day he might win the title of Soul Beard Survivor. Uh huh. Of longest that's beard a different ever. Game. That's, a different, that's game. a different game. That's a different game. Yeah. Yes. So sorry. Sorry about that. And and he's not going to be able to take his beard vitamins. Oh. And did you see that? Um, one of the three things he wanted to bring with him on the island was a video camera to film himself doing wild stuff. Well, guess good news. There's a lot of cameras <laughs> there already. Yeah. Ready to film you doing wild stuff. <laughs> Let me let me guess what you want to do. Uh, hey, hey guys, get this. I'm gonna watch what I'm gonna do with my beard. Uh, I'm gonna stop call, it. I, I call this one the pine cone. Oh, <laughs> oh, check this out. Check this out. Oh, oh it looks uh, now it looks like a tuba. <laughs> oh, check this out. Oh, I look like okay. Enough, enough uh, bashing, all right, next, Matt. Next, next one. And uh, his beard. Remember that guy that worked for Jabba the Hutt in Return of the Jedi? <laughs> Make it look like that guy. All right. Right, so we'll so see. Next. We'll see what happens with. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens with Matt. I say the arrow is pointing down for Matt. All yeah. right, let's go back to back to our faves here. Okay, and here we go. Uh, one of everybody's faves. Mm-hmm. Here she is, back from Survivor Nicaragua. Here she is. It's Brenda Lowe, Nicole. Yes, Brenda Lowe. Yes. And so Hello, Lowe. <laughs> let's get the low down <laughs> on Brenda Lowe. She's back from Miami. Uh-huh. The former uh, the former Miami Dolphins cheerleader. Uh-huh. Uh, her personal claim to fame is winning a Hispanic beauty pageant. Okay. Her inspiration in life is her parents. Okay. She likes to go paddle boarding and fishing and biking. Uh, her pet peeves is weakness of character. Uh, she uh, survivor contestant you are most like is Ozzy. She says she's young, athletic, driven, and focused. Uh, reason for being on Survivor, she wants to win $1 million. And why do you think you'll survive Survivor? She's outdoorsy and has a positive attitude. We saw Brenda last on Survivor at Nicaragua, mm-hmm. and she was a player. She, no, you were a player. <laughs> she was a player. She was dominating the young people's tribe. It was young versus old. Right. But then uh, some of her allies turned on her. But yes. she did appear to have the game on lockdown until Early then, on. until then. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, Nicole. Yes. What do you make of Brenda Lowe and her chances coming back? I think that she will definitely make the merge. Okay. I I, I don't get winner off of this though. Why not? What 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 is she doing wrong? I think that she's got the too strong of a chick uh, thing going on. Hmm. Yeah. I'm a little concerned about Brenda. Yeah. Now, on paper, 
Yeah. I think she has... On paper, all, she's great. All of the skill. Everything that you would want in a survivor. Mm-hmm. I said this in our in our first impressions cast. She was better her first time out than Parvati was. I think Parvati went, went further. Yeah. But she had more control of the game the first time mm-hmm. than Parvati did uh, the first time. Right. And so I wonder, though... How much are people going to be watching her uh, because of that? No, I think that she's going in with a really big target. I think so. Yeah. I'm concerned. And I think I'm... in the beginning, because she's a good competitor, she'll stick around. But once you get to the merge, she's toast. Well, I think it depends on you know how big of an alliance she has. Yeah. She's a good player. Yeah. She's a good player. And I, But then I read that Andrea said in her interview with Dalton Ross that she's leery of Brenda. Well, she should be. And I also feel like... If anything, I feel like that there is some, I don't want to say click, if if there is some clickiness between the favorites. Here it is. I don't think she's inside of that. Yeah. And I kind of feel like just, you know, from doing the podcast, I feel like there are certain survivors. It's not like all the survivors get together and hang out or whatever. But, you know, there's people you see all the time on Twitter, you have relationships with, you, you know, you see their status updates all the time. She's pretty off the grid, I feel like. She does her own thing. Yeah. She posts on Facebook, but she's not on Twitter. She's I think she is on Twitter. She's just not active. Yeah. And she's not... She doesn't go... Like, uh, I don't think she goes to... She goes to some events. Okay. Just some events. I don't know. I kind of feel like she's at the beat of her own drummer. Yeah. I think Andrea is more of the mayor than than Brenda. I think Andrea has a lot more of the pre-existing relationships than Brenda does. Yeah. So we'll we'll see, mm-hmm. but I think she has Brenda has all the tools in the tool belt to go far yeah. in this game. I think Andrea has been playing the game since she's been voted off. You think so? I think so. Okay, well, you know that could work to your advantage or you work to your disadvantage. Yeah, we'll find out. We'll find out from mm-hmm. Brenda. So I think that Brenda has some damage control to do when she first so. gets there. Yeah, so she's. That I think people are like, oh well, you know, there's the devil you know and the devil you don't know, and I feel like people just don't know a lot about her. Mm-hmm. And people say, oh, she was good the first time, and I don't know a lot about her. Let's just let's just not find out what she's gonna do. And she's she's kicking ass in these challenges. But she's such a good player. Yeah, she's a player. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, yeah, nothing nothing but high praise for Brenda. I'm just worried about the circumstances. Yes, agreed. For her. All right, let's talk about hope. And uh, I, I hope you like what, <laughs> what we have to say about her. Okay, here's... Saw that coming. <laughs> Hope, Hope Driscoll. She is a uh, pre-law student, and her gradu- her, she's graduating a summa cum laude uh, from general honors from University of Missouri. Her inspiration in life is her dad, because he works, uh, came from nothing and uh, worked so hard. Uh, her pet peeves are complainers. Mm-hmm. Get ready for that. <laughs> yes. Uh, if she could have three things uh, on the island, it would be a picture of her family to keep her motivated. Mosquito repellent, because they love me, and toothbrush and toothpaste. Mm-hmm. Uh, interesting. Survivor contestant you are most like. Andrea Belke, mm-hmm. Brenda Lowe, and Parvati Shallow, because they are attractive, social, personable, and physically and mentally strong. Yep. So another Parvati. And, and a few Brenda Lowe's. A few Brenda's, yeah. Yeah. First, fair, first Andrea. First Andrea. Mm-hmm. You know, I wonder sometimes what they give them to watch ahead of time. Well, these are supposed to be fans. They're supposed, they're supposed to be fans. Supposed to be so fans. We're, let's go with they've already watched. We'll go with them. We'll go with that. Yeah. 
But I just it just feels like weird sometimes that I feel like um, there hadn't been the last couple seasons. I didn't see too many people saying like, oh, I, I play a lot like Brenda Lowe. Yeah. Uh, but all of a sudden this season, it seems like there's a lot of Brenda Lowe's uh, out there. I want to see some Rob Sesterninos. That's uh, what I want to see. OK, we'll see. Uh, yeah, if I was to go on, I'd say I'm like Rob Sesternino. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> yes, I would. <laughs> Nothing like me. <laughs> I you would say it. You're no Rob Sesternino. Yes. Uh, and here, uh, Hope is our pageant patty. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. A former Miss Missouri. The very striking Hope Driscoll. Hope is hot. Could be. Hope is hot. Could be. We could be looking at a future Miss Survivor mm-hmm. finalist. Yeah, I could see it. I see her wearing the sash already. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, this could, that she could be in the running for Miss Survivor 2014. But she, like... She doesn't seem like an idiot, though. No. She's good. I'm, I was impressed with Hope. I was impressed, too. Yes. Like, when you hear Pageant Patty, you're thinking something that Hope is not. No. I thought, yeah. she, was, I thought she was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I kind of feel like uh, if she can just play nice with the other chicks. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think she could be uh, very good. Could there be a, a showmance? I think there could be a, there could be a showmance. I, you think with Malcolm? I don't know, mm-hmm. uh, or or one some or of these, Eric, or what about some of these fans? Mm-hmm. I was I wasn't really impressed with the with the guys. Okay, well we'll get we'll get yeah. to that. But I have to say the arrow is going to be pointing up for hope. Yeah. I'm sure there's other things pointing have, up for I, hope. I have high hopes. <laughs> okay, I I hope she sticks around. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, folks, you're going to get this whole season. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Yes. All right, so here we go. Let's go back to the fan. Go back to the favorites. And here she is, uh, one of my favorites. One of uh, just about everybody in the rap community. <laughs> Very much. Fa- their favorite. No, here's the thing, though. I feel like this is what's, what's kind of crazy. It's almost like uh, wrestling, where it's like the people that are like... like or old school like wrestling where it's like, you know, the people that are the bad guys, but like the hardcore fans like them the best. Those are like the good guys yeah. for them. That's kind of like where I feel like Corinne is, uh-huh. where I feel like there's definitely going to be like people like in middle America who just like, I don't like that Corinne. Yeah. She's so mean what to a, everybody. What a mean lady. She's such a mean lady. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so why can't she just be nice to everybody? <laughs> I really hate her. Yeah. So, and that's, I think, exactly what Corinne wants. I think that she loves it. She, she embraces lo- it. She loves she, it, and she wears it. She's so funny. <laughs> I want, uh, I want Corinne to uh, go so far in this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is a uh, a clinical consultant, so I don't really know what she, pharmaceutical sales. Uh, Although I feel like she would make fun of people in pharmaceutical sales. Well, that's why she's a clinical <laughs> consultant. Yeah, I don't actually know what exactly she does. She said in uh, the video, "Is pharmaceutical sales." Is it? Yeah. I feel like she's almost like Barney on How I Met Your Mother, where it's like nobody really nobody really <laughs> exactly knows what she... Yes. But she tweets about meetings and stuff, so mm-hmm. it seems, seems legit. Yeah. Uh, her inspiration... Or she just wants you to think. <laughs> she's very or convincing. Or maybe she's just making fun of somebody. <laughs> she's very convincing. Uh, her personal claim to fame is being me and never holding anything back. Mm-hmm. Her inspiration in life is... She says, uh, this implies I want to be like someone else. I don't, though I do have role models like my parents. My father taught me that life isn't fair, and then you have to work hard for what you want. My mother taught me that the alternative is uh, you can marry a guy who does all that. Uh, both lessons are equally important. <laughs> uh, her hobbies are shutting down small talk. You like that, Yes, Nicole. I do like that. Uh, three words to describe you. Snarky, irreverent, and opinionated. 
Uh, if you could have three things on the island, she says, uh, it's outrageous how uh, slow time passes out there. So she wants music. Mm-hmm. Uh, she wants a hat. I aged five years from squinting at the sun <laughs> last time. And a journal. I want to remember every moment out there last time. At this time. Yes. The con- t- the Survivor contestant she is the most like, she says, Randy Bailey from Survivor Gabon. Hands down. No one else is even close. That's my boyfriend. Yes. Uh, reason for being on Survivor, she says she ran out of bar stories to tell from the first go yeah, around. You always need bar stories. Yeah, you always need bar stories. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about Corinne. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you why I'm concerned about Corinne. Okay. Because I just I don't know if she's going to go with the program. Yeah. And so... She she moves to the beat of her own drum. Yeah. And so part of me, part of me is saying, well, you know what? She, maybe she's kind of like a Sandra where... She's going to, you know, Sandra's opinionated. Sandra, you know, says what's on her mind. Because Sandra is, is, you know, the queen of tell it like it is. Right. But at the end of the day, when it comes time to, you know, get, you know, take the pen out right. and write down a name. People are going to vote for Sandra. No, no, no. People. Well, you're talking about to the win. final trouble? Yeah, yeah, to, to win, win the game. Forget about that. Okay. But when it comes time to, okay, it's the first day. Sandra says, okay, who, who should I vote? Who do you want me to vote for? Okay, right. and people say, keep her around. Corinne, I don't think is necessarily going to say to who people, who do you want me to vote for? Who do you for? want me to vote yeah. for? Yeah. I think that Corinne is going to want to march to the beat of her own drummer. Mm-hmm. So I'm concerned. And if she wants to march to the beat of her own drum, then she needs followers. Yes. And I'm not sure who of the favorites is going to fall in line behind Corinne. That's a good point. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I want to see Corinne go very far in this game. I now I, ha, I have seen Corinne uh, schmooze, right? And she can she can be charming, right? And she can and she can turn it on if she can leave the bitchiness for one on one camera time. <laughs> if she could smile to your faces and save the okay, let me just tell you about for when she's with the producers. Uh huh. She will do very well in this game. Absolutely. She has all the skills to be able to do it. Will she, on no food, on no sleep, in the rain, will she be able to bite her tongue at times? And keep it in check. And not tell people off. Uh-huh. And not tell people how stupid they are to their faces. <laughs> I agree. I don't know. Yeah. And, I hope she lasts, though. I mean, it's going to be great television to have her on every week. It will be. Yeah. I, I'm hoping she goes far. We'll keep keep my fingers crossed, but I'm concerned. We, I have, were, we were hoping to have her on this this yes, very this, show. <laughs> this preview is not the same without it's not. her. It's not. So I want I want to see Corinne do extremely well. Mm-hmm. I want to see I want to see her create problems all season long. But we'll have to see if she can somehow. Um, do you think she's better off with the fans or with the favorites? I think she's better off with the fans. She can manipulate them yeah, easier. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Hopefully, Corinne can uh, get you know get in good with some of the fans. I think, especially some of these guys, I think are, can be very easily manipulated. Oh, definitely, much more, much more so than these uh, returning favorite guys. Like I don't see her with Eric Reichen back uh, as far as like show a uh, showmance. Mm-hmm. Do you think Corinne would go for the showmance? It's in the end of her interview. She said, "She's like, well, maybe I'll get a showman." <laughs> I think that she would do it. I, I, I think Corinne is a she's a horny chick. She likes to, yes, do it. Whoa, <laughs> whoa. Um, so, do, do they have any guys uh, out here that are uh, you would think would be in her wheelhouse? 
There were a few, I think. I mean, just going back from uh, the guys that she found attractive. And what was the season that we did with her? Uh, One World and also uh, South Pacific. One World, she was very taken with the Quinlans and the uh, Matthew and Michael Jefferson. I feel like there's like a Michael in this season. She was very, very struck by Michael. Yes. Okay. Could there be a Malcolm showmance? No, I think that she would rip him apart. <laughs> I think that she would just rip him. Yeah, is he too grungy, Malcolm? No, I don't think he's grungy. I just don't think he's... I think he's too weak for her. Too weak? Yes. Like, how do you mean weak? <laughs> like, he can't handle her. Okay, well, nobody... I don't know if anybody can. Yeah. There's someone can. for everybody. Somebody for everybody. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's... All right, let's segue here into one of the possible showmantic fans here. Let's talk about Edward Eddie Fox. Uh-huh. Okay. So here's Meet Eddie. Uh, that's my uh, Dr. Dre approach. All right. So, uh, very good. <laughs> Meet Eddie, a 23 year old. Uh, he's, a fireman, he's a fireman EMT. His personal claim to fame is helping others. Yeah. Very, he's very famous for that. Mm-hmm. Um, his inspiration in life is My Hero is My Father. Uh, his hobbies are hiking, dirt biking, playing sports. Everybody seems to love their parents this season. What about the people that are like, oh, I hate my parents. They ruined my life. <laughs> Those are the people I want to see. Yeah. <laughs> if you could have three things on the island, uh, he says sneakers, some type of cutting tool, and a sleeping bag. Mm-hmm. Uh, survivor contestant you're most like is I want to play the game like Boston Rob. He made friends with all the right people and set himself up to be the strongest competitor in the game. Yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's it. Eddie. Um, so Nicole, what is your take on uh, Mr. Eddie? Uh, I did not get a good feeling off of him. No, no, no I did not. Yeah, I, I will predict. I will give you zero point zero zero percent chance that Eddie will win the game. I actually, in my notes, I put Z Z Z Z. Super boring. Yes, although he does wear a crucifix, so he might, you know, if he teams up with Brandon Hans, we may have another showman's. He's basically a like, romance. Yeah. He he's just like uh, I said that uh, in my notes. I said he's like Big Jeff without all of the str- strategizing. <laughs> hey, that's perverted. That's perverted. Um, GTF. There's nothing. In, I, I don't know if there's anything here. He's got a nice dimple. Nice dimple. I'm mm-hmm. sure. Look, that this is basically. He's got nice hair. Is he the male Angie? No. What would you say? I would not say that. What would you say? First of all, his breasts aren't that big. <laughs> okay, again, you got to use your imagination. <laughs> oh, you mean here. first one out? No, she wasn't the uh, well, she wasn't the first one out. Or the hot stuff of the season? Just, I mean, uh, he's a nice enough guy. I'm sure he's gonna. Uh, I'm sure they won't. They won't kick him out first. But then he's gonna be the first one off. He'll off. probably be really good in the challenges. He is a firefighter. They're yes, not gonna. Yes. They're not gonna get rid of him right away. They're not going to get rid of him right away. He's the first one out after the merge, and you know he's going to have no no airtime the whole time. He'll have three mm. conf- three confessionals. Like uh, he's like uh, he's like Pete from last season, but without all of the uh, the talking about what a great player he is. Yeah, you know, uh, I'm sure there's a, a better example than that. Mm-hmm. Is he Adam Gentry? Mm, he kind of looks like him in a way. Yeah. So yes, this guy probably has a showmance along the way. Mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll see. I, again, I can always be proven wrong. This is just my brutal first impression. We, often, we hope that Rob is proven wrong. No, we like I, that. Look, I hope that Eddie turns out to be the funniest guy they ever had on the show and totally re- reinvents the game strategically. I hope so. Yes. I'm not going to count on it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to count on it. I could see him win a showmance, though. I could see that. Maybe I, with Corinne. 
Maybe with Corinne. And basically, yeah. It would be like the uh, Elaine and Putty alliance. I feel like Corinne would like would like his dimple. <laughs> she may, she may well like his dimple. Mm-hmm. Um, very handsome man. Yes. Very handsome man. But I don't know, you know, if there's too much there as far as the scheming and the plotting goes. He seems too nice. Seems very, very seems like a very nice guy. Yeah. Not cut out for Survivor. I'm sure he's a he's a great friend. I'm sure he'd be a great bachelor. Yeah. But I don't know if this is his game. I bet he's the guy that like just buys round and round rounds and rounds of shots. <laughs> Why? Because he's from. Because <laughs> he's so nice. Because he's so nice, yeah. and he's a firefighter, yeah. and he's uh from East Brunswick, New Jersey. Not for that reason, but okay. Okay, that's so, fine. So there we go. So we're not feeling too. I'm not feeling great about Eddie. And not feeling that hot. Crazy about Eddie. Him. Yeah. <laughs> Meet Eddie. <laughs> uh, all right. So let's talk about somebody that we are crazy about. Yes. Here we go. It's Dawn Meehan. And we're crazy about her bread, too. We're crazy about her bread at Meehan on Twitter. Yes. All right. So here she is. Dawn is back. Uh, she is a English professor. Her personal claim to fame is uh, Survivor South Pacific and adopting six amazing children. Who are all completely adorable. Yes. Uh, her inspiration in life is her husband. Uh, sure, her hobby is uh, being with her family, baking bread and blogging. Mm, all things she does very well. Her pet peeves are cranky or selfish people and brown grass. Mm, all things you're going to find on Survivor. <laughs> yes. Uh, so she would bring uh, a picture of her kids. She'd bring a book. And she would bring backgammon. Because I'm sure all the young people know how to play that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And uh, the reason for being on Survivor is the challenge. Let's see what I made up. Okay. So here's Dawn. Yes. Yeah. Got to think Dawn's around for a bit here. You would think. You would think. Why are you? Well, I take it that you don't think that. I mean, I, I think... I don't know. I I don't think it's going to go as well this season for Dawn. I have a, I, I just have a bad feeling. I think that, you know, she's a strong player. She's really good in challenges and she's good around camp. But for some reason, something's telling me that she's not going to do well. Hmm. I don't see any reason why they would vote out. I mean, Dawn yeah. is good in the challenges. There's just no reason to get rid of her. And she's loyal. Yeah. She's loyal and she's good in the challenges. And if you have an alliance, I mean, why not say to Dawn, bring her in? And Dawn's problem, I feel like, is always going to be... You know, she's uh, she's strong enough that people are, like look at her as a threat after the merge because she's going to she's going to win challenges. And also, she's so damn nice I that know. you're going to get rid of her. If she's if, if you're in the final six and Dawn is there, you say we don't we have to vote out Dawn next because she's so nice. If she gets to the she end, she can't be close to the end. Yeah. I recently rewatched Pearl Islands, and I'm very, I'm very taken with Sandra right now because Sandra is not nice, uh-huh. and because like she's not, but she's, she's not, not mean. She's not a total a hole. Yeah, but she's not nice enough that nobody says, "Oh, we got to get rid of her because everybody's going to vote for her Absolutely. on the jury." But she's not a total a hole that people are like, "Well, I'm not voting for her because I hate her." Right. So Dawn is too is too nice. Uh-huh. You can't be too anything. I think on Survivor, and that's again, this is why Sandra is so great because she's not too anything mm-hmm. uh you can't be too strong you can't be too smart you can't be too likable you can't be too nice you can't be too weak you can't be too weak well you can't you can be too well only early in the game does it hurt yeah. you to be too weak um so dawn is just i think that even if she does well in the game that you got to get rid of her because she's too nice she's gonna win yeah 
Uh, totally. Unless she, you know what she has to do? She has to like go on like an immunity run at the end Which of the game. Which is possible because she's so strong. Yeah. Or she's got to be like the head of an alliance or she's basically got to have like find like a really like find like that guy Eddie um, and basically like make a deal with him like a swear and almost almost like a Tina and Colby situation uh-huh. where it's like I promise I'll take you to the end. I promise I'll take you to the end and he doesn't break his word and they go to the end together and then Dawn wins the game. Mm-hmm. But if anybody else is going to get rid of got to get rid of Dawn. Unfortunately, that's that's true. Unfortunately, she's, that's true. I I would love to see Dawn win the game because she's just one of the nicest people. But can Dawn be a bitch a little bit and help her chances? Ooh, the Dawn two point Dawn two point that not be so nice. Yes, and then I don't think she could do it. Though. I don't think she's. I don't think she could pull it off. No, <laughs> I don't think so. No, unless she <laughs> promises bread to everybody. No, she has to not promise bread to everybody. Well, they've obviously not tasted how delicious it is. She needs to say to everybody, "Hey, would you? Would you, anybody here like some bread? It's delicious." And they say, "I'd love bread." Well, you're not getting Sorry, any. I'm a mean person. You can't have it. <laughs> I'm mean. I'm a mean person. It's gone. It's yeah. all gone. No bread for you. No bread. No bread for you. You need to go, go on Atkins. <laughs> all right. So that's so far five favorites and five fans so far, Nicole. We're halfway home. There's twenty of them. There's twenty. Is yes. there really? Yes. <laughs> Yes. What were you expecting less? Isn't there usually like eighteen? There's usually eighteen, but when we do these super all star seasons, Nicole, uh-huh. we have twenty. Yeah, they they really uh, give it to me here. <laughs> yes, yes, you get <laughs> so many extra people for your money. Uh huh. So I mentioned it at the top of the show. This podcast is sponsored by Audible. We're very happy to have Audible as a sponsor here on Rob Has a Podcast. I am a big believer in audiobooks. In addition to podcasts. I feel like it's a great way to uh, not just pass the time with things like fiction and cool novels that are bestsellers and stuff like that, but also I find that there's a lot of great resources and stuff to learn that's on audiobooks that you just can't get anywhere else. And Audible has over 100,000 titles of uh, different audiobooks. I'm reading a really cool audiobook uh, right now, Nicole. It's called The Icarus Deception by an author, Seth Godin. Sounds very interesting. Yes. He is uh, basically, a, he's a real guru when it comes to uh, business. Mm-hmm. And uh, his book, The Icarus Deception, is about the legend of Icarus who put on, you know, everybody tells the story about how Icarus uh, put on wings and he flew too close to the sun and then his wings melted. Oh, and it's like guy. how people tell, you know, these kids these stories about don't fly too close to the sun because then your wings are going to melt. But they leave out the part that if you fly too low, then you uh, also that's that's no good also and they don't they don't tell you that part of the story mm-hmm. so basically what he's saying is like you know the, uh, the your whole life people tell you just you know shut up don't say anything keep your head down and you'll be fine that's how you make it in the world just work 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 hard don't say anything do what your boss tells you to do uh-huh. and that for you know for a very long time for generations that would keep, that would keep you safe right and now that's the least safe thing you can do and you have to get out there and you know do your art and do what is you know you know makes you special and that's how you're going to get noticed and that's the only thing you can do that is safe Uh uh-huh so it's a really cool book kind of like you uh well it's it's like a lot of people Uh uh-huh anyway seth godin he writes a a ton of great business books uh he it's called uh, the icarus deception you can get lots of books like that on audible over 100 thousand titles nicole 
Oh my Yes. God. That's We're, a lot of titles. That is a, more episodes than Robin's a podcast. Yeah, so you know what? I found that I actually like audiobooks. You do? Why? Yes, what? because I can multitask as I'm so-called reading. Oh, yes. okay. <laughs> there you go. Mm-hmm. All right, so if you want to get a free audiobook download uh, when you sign up for Audible, go to audiblepodcast.com slash R-H-A-P. Uh, and tell them that uh, Rob Cisternino sent you. Well, there's not going to be anybody there to tell, but you can tell somebody. <laughs> you can just tell your screen. Tell somebody. Yeah. And yeah. Okay, cool. All right, Nicole, so let's get back into this. Here we go. Let's go. start with, how about Julia? Julia mm. is a, a, a race car driver. Now, Nicole, do you know that race car is spelt the same way forwards and backwards? Oh, is it? Yes. Yes. She, uh, so, <laughs> yes, who knew? Uh, her inspiration in life is Paul Newman. He drives race cars, too. Uh, her three words to describe her are passionate, intelligent, and driven. Get it? Is that a, is that a pun? Is that uh, a pun I word? I think so. Yeah. Uh, if you could have three things on the island. She loves a great book and maybe an audio book, mm-hmm. perhaps. Uh, she is uh, wants an iPod. So. so she could listen to her audio book. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Bananagrams. It's a nerdy game. That's a combination of a Scrabble and a crossword. It's so much fun, competitive, creative, and a great bond. You know, I think I would love Bananagrams. Yeah. Just get words with friends. Yeah. Is that like anagrams? Mm. But it's like Bananagrams? <laughs> Bananagrams sounds like a delicious cereal. I hate bananas. <laughs> I hate bananas. Love some Bananagrams. Mm. Survivor contestant, you are the most like Kim Spradlin because she was very strategic, had few enemies, and was a physical threat. All right, so Nicole, what is your take on Julia? I actually got a good feeling off of Julia. Ooh. I did. Um, where did I put my notes? I mean, she seems like she's got it together. She knows how to... Um, I feel like she just knows how to play the game, at least from her interview. Yeah, I felt good about Julia as well. Yeah. Oh, we're yeah. on the same page. We're on, we're on the same page on a lot of these people. Yeah. yeah, so I felt good about her. And she seems pretty down to earth. She seems, like, realistic. Yeah, she seems she seems good. She's young. She's yeah. young. I, I, not, I would not have guessed she was 21 years old. No, she does seem older. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she's, is it the mileage? <laughs> it's not the years, it's the mileage. There you go. Okay. Um, she's not one of these girly girls either, though. Uh-huh. No, she's not. So uh, I think that's good. Don't see her in a showmance. You never know, but probably not. <laughs> probably not. She seems like she knows the game. Uh-huh. You know, she's bringing up Kim Spradlin. Although that was just, you know, recent. It was recent, mm-hmm. but <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Um, so I feel good about Julia. I do, too. I think the arrow's pointing up. I, arrow is definitely pointing up for Julia. Yeah. Could there be a showmance maybe with Cochran? <laughs> I could totally see that. Wouldn't, they be, wouldn't that be a good couple? Now, originally I said that uh, Cochran and Sophie was yes. going to be a showmance, and I, I was wrong were, about that. You were that. way off on that. I was wrong about that. But it's... She doesn't seem like a big girl, but I still think she's like much bigger than Cochran. Yes, yeah, like taller? Just in general. Yeah. I, I would have to say, I, you know, I've never met Cochran in real, real life. I have no idea how tall he is. <laughs> like, he could be anything from, like, like 5'2 to 5'10. He could 5'10. be, like, 6'4", yeah. yeah. Really. We, we, need, we need the stats, Cochran. <laughs> yeah. They should post their height also on this. <laughs> height and weight. I'm surprised they don't put their bus size on this. Oh, uh, well, that somebody should do that. Personal claim to fame is, like, you know, 46, 34, 43. I don't know. Is that good? Uh not really (laughs) (laughs) okay all right so we feel good about julia yes we do we feel good we feel good Mm -hmm. you know i i didn't feel like she gave a lot in her interview though 
like her videos like i felt like you know it's like okay it was very matter of fact yeah i felt like a, for a lot of these people i feel like the video wasn't particularly revealing they were real snoozers <laughs> yeah a little boring yeah all right here we go here is eric reichenbach ice cream scooper guess, eric guess who's reichenbach <laughs> Here he is. He's no more. He's not the ice cream scooper, Eric. He's now comic book, Eric. Uh huh. His inspiration in life is guess what? His dad and his girlfriend Dana. Oh, Mrs. Reichenbach. Mm -hmm. Uh, His pet peeves are quiet or opinionless people. Uh, If you could have three things on the island, what would they be? Contacts, so he can see. Mm -hmm. Acrylic paint, uh, and a deck of cards. Survivor contestant, you are most like strip poker. (laughs) Aussie. Uh, and uh, reason for being a survivor to show everyone that I'm not really dumb in actuality I'm smart funny guy who just does things in a different way in a not so smart way in a not so smart way (laughs) it's just just one mistake let's not hold it to him for the rest of his life yes All right. so let's talk about Reichenbach Mm -hmm. Nicole I have to say that I feel kind of good about Reichenbach yeah, I think that people he's not people are not going to come after him. He's not a threat. His hair grew back since that last finale. Um, I think that I I think uh, the arrow's pointing up on him. Yeah, it just really comes down to with these people. It's like who has a target on their back and who doesn't? And, and why would doesn't. anybody why is He doesn't. Why is one person in this game saying like we got to get rid of Eric? Got to get rid of back. No, because they're probably thinking we can manipulate this guy. Yes, he gave immunity away. Let's keep all the people who give away the immunity necklace. Yeah. Let's vote out everybody who doesn't give away the immunity necklace and keeps it for themselves. And let's keep all the people around who give away the immunity <laughs> necklace because there's a chance later in the game they will give the immunity necklace away. Yeah. And he's not going to be the guy that's... Like pl- it's Mardi Gras. <laughs> and you know that people will be showing stuff for it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, that would have been... You know, that would have been a good... Well, actually, the girls on that season didn't even have to say, Eric, I'll show you my boobs for the necklace. No, they didn't. They didn't even have to do that. Mm -hmm. But that would be a good move. That's what I I would do if I was on the show. (laughs) No, that's why you're not allowed to go on the show. (laughs) All right. So I feel good about Reichenbach. He's good in the challenges. He has a pleasing personality. Yes. Uh, And he's not going to be the guy that's, like, calling the shots and is going to get pissed if you don't do something his way. Yeah. He's going to be easygoing, and he's going to be real chill. Let me point out a potential problem here with Eric. If he's coming back, though, with, like... I've got to prove something? Yeah. Now, now i got to prove to everybody that, that I'm not dumb. I'm not I can not see that stupid. also happening. Yeah. And so now... And then... Because it's just like Jeff Kent last season. Whatever you put out there that the only thing I don't want... Jeff Kent's like... Uh, I just don't want Penner to get further than me in the game. That's all I want. I want to. I just want to be here longer than Penner. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Not didn't. He happen. was so focused on being in the game longer than Penner that he didn't get in the game longer than Penner. Yep. So that you got to be careful, Eric. If you just want to come back here to show how smart you are and how you're not dumb, you're going to end up proving to everybody that you you're dumb because you are who you are. Just let it go. Let it go. <laughs> last time was last time. Play a different. Yeah. You know, play your game. Just be you. Yeah. So you tried something last time. It didn't work out. You know, let's just let's just move on. Yeah. Just don't give away immunity. Bottom yeah. line. Feel good about Eric. But at the same token, um, unless he wins all the immunities at the end, I feel like people are going to vote him out after the merge. Yeah. So sorry, Eric. <laughs> sorry. I just I, I don't think you were you were ever cut out to win this game. Oh, poor Eric. Poor Eric. But look, 
He's got a he's got a, a girlfriend and But you know what? At least he's remembered. He's remembered. He's remembered. No one's gonna forget him. There's a lot of people that are long gone and forgotten. All right. Well let's talk about Allie. Allie. Okay, here's Allie. And maybe is she uh, is she this season's Angie? My computer is taking forever to load. Okay. Yeah, well, let me tell you about Allie. She's from Oceanside, New York, Nicole. She's our neighbor. Okay, yes. I actually... You know her? No, I don't know her. I never would have guessed she was from New York until she said, like, I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> She's from Oceanside, New York. She's a bartender. Her personal claim to fame is being editor-in-chief of my high school mag- or my school magazine, Pioneer. She worked mm-hmm. so hard, and it was the biggest sense of accomplishment I ever felt uh, when the issue went to print. Uh, you know... Can I talk about this? Of the, uh, speaking of uh, being editor of the uh, of the school magazine, that got me thinking of uh, I was working this out when I was going through the names last night. And so, what do you think the chances are, Nicole, on the favorites tribe of a Brandon and Brenda alliance? Wait, say that again. Okay, so on the favorites tribe, uh-huh. what do you think of the possibility? Of a Brandon and Brenda alliance. Brandon and Brenda? Yes. I do not see that happening. Because if they if they did form an alliance, could we call them the 90210 alliance? <laughs> I guess we would. Yes. Yes. That's a reach. And then would we have to call Andrea Andrea? Andrea, yes. And then this girl can work on the uh, at the Beverly Hills Bugle also. <laughs> All right. So uh, here we go. So she edited the magazine. Her hobbies were hanging out with friends, drinking at work. She's a bartender. Um, and so it is not unprofessional if you to drink at work. And uh, Malcolm may know a thing or two about that yes, as well. Yes, yes. Uh, three things to describe you uh, or three things she would bring with her to the island. Is eyeliner, hair detangler, crest white strips. And Survivor contestant you are most like? Jenna Maraska, because I think she was very intelligent. She knew when to use sex appeal, when to play dumb, when to win, and when to be smart. Oh, Jenna getting a lot of praise this season. A lot season. of praise for yeah, J-Mo she's got, she's also. She's got two, uh, two people. Makes me wonder if maybe uh, they were watching Survivor Amazon Yeah, DVD. they must have been. <laughs> they must have been. <laughs> maybe. Yes. Uh, okay, so here we go. So what do we make of Allie? Allie, um... I kind of have mixed feelings about Allie. Um, yes. I don't know. I, 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 I don't. I think maybe she's just going to make the merge. Yeah, I don't feel so great about Allie. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think that I would say, if, you know, somebody's got to be out before the merge. And as a fellow Long Islander, yes. I want her to go far. We but want... I think that that is something that's going to hold her back. Yes. So I, I'm not feeling great about her. We'll see. I, mm. I think this is a tough season. I, I don't see any, too many people on this season that's like, you know, sometimes we look through these and like, well, I don't see anybody that looks yeah. good. And this is a season where I feel like there's a lot of people I feel like are going to, you know, have a shot to do well in this game. Like yeah. I remember like Survivor One World, we went through this, like this, the whole cast and was like, uh, I... Is there any? Got to pick somebody. Got to pick or... somebody. I feel like everybody's out before the merge. This is like a season where I feel like everybody has a chance to go far. Um, but that being said, I feel like uh, I would put Allie in the lower half of my predictions. Yeah, I, I'm. I think she's like medium. Yeah, medium. So you know, there's definitely there's always going to be a couple of these girls that go out before the merge. I, I see her being one of them. Yes. Well, so we'll see. Too concerned with. Uh, eyeliner and hair detangler she's from long island of course (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. So that's no that's no good. Yeah. Can't do that. All right, let's go back to the faves, Nicole. Okay. All right, here we go. Back to the faves. And uh, who? Are, oh, uh, Francesca. Francesca. Francesca Hoji. We don't know. Is it Hagi? She said it in her interviews. I think it was um, Hoji, Hagi. I don't know. I don't okay. remember. Here she is. It's Francesca. Now, I don't know, but Francesca looking very pretty in her interview. I thought she looked really good. Very stunning. I, she did. I was thinking about this as I was watching the Francesca interview. That like, let's say uh, Francesca makes it, you know, thirty nine days. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, you know, doesn't win the game. She makes it thirty five days. Are we gonna recognize Francesca with hair? <laughs> like how 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 often do you think Francesca has to, uh, you know, buzz that uh, that? Uh, is it offensive to say dome? Is that offensive? I would just say shave her head. Shave her head. Yes, that yeah. would be that would be nicer. She's a woman. Yeah. Um, women's hair goes really fast. Yes. So it could get it could get long. Okay. Unless maybe there's a reason why she shaves her head. She has alopecia or something. Okay. Well, we'll, well see. Well, then she'll just have patches. Or maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll see. But wouldn't that wouldn't that be funny when Francesca has like uh like uh long hair for Francesca? Is her hair going to go grow faster than yours? <laughs> well, I don't. I, we'll see. Yes. We'll see. Uh, what will Francesca look like if when she has like a. Uh, Locks. Yeah. <laughs> who knows? I'm sure she'll still be very pretty. I, I don't know. We'll yes. see. We'll see what that looks like. Yes. All right. So here we go. Here's Francesca. She's back. She's an attorney. She climbed Mount Kilimanjaro. Her inspiration. With Eliza. Oh. And Ashley Underwood. Oh, that should be on her mm-hmm. claims to fame. Yes. Uh, three words to describe you are determined, outgoing, and honest. Uh, if you have three things on the island, iPod. Lots of people asking for iPods mm-hmm. on Survivor. Floss. Uh, and an air mattress. Yes. Uh, Survivor contestant you were most like the most awesome contestant you can think of that went out early. <laughs> oh, is she Good answer. About, yes. Is she talking about Rob's sister, you know, on Survivor All-Stars? Probably. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> All right. So Francesco talked about in her interview, she talked about how if she can somehow win the game, she would like to have a, a plaque or some sort of a document to say that she's the most improved Survivor of all time. I do think that's pretty awesome. Yeah, and actually, I don't think it would be too difficult for uh, Francesca to be the most improved survivor of all time. Because, um, just think, I mean, I guess, who's the most improved survivor of all time? Is it Boston Rob between Survivor Marquesas and Survivor All-Stars? But even then, uh, he still only did, like, maybe, if he went if he went out, like, day 21 or something like that, and then uh, made it to day 39. That's only an 18-day improvement if if Francesca just makes the merge here, I think she's already the most improved survivor of all time. Yes, I do love that she was the first boot, and now she's back. Now she's back. I think that I think that's fantastic. But it's a dangerous game, Nicole. It is dangerous. Because but Francesca is a dangerous woman. She's a dangerous woman. She's living dangerously. Yes. Because let's just play. Now we talked about what happens if she wins. Mm-hmm. But what happens, Nicole, if Francesca? Is the first one out again? Then she is the worst player she's of all time. She's without question. She's the Sandra of of losers. Of losers. <laughs> she's the worst survivor player of all time, hands down. And we will give her a plaque for that. We'll give her a yes. plaque for that. Yes. And then we will call the first person who gets kicked off the show the Memorial Francesca Hoji of the season. <laughs> yes. And that's funny too. That is funny. That's funny. Yeah, I'm sure she would appreciate that. I'm sure she would not appreciate that. <laughs> but I feel like if, if you're out there, it's almost like, oh, you got, wow. I mean, 
it's too tempting. What if she's the second person voted out? Then she then she's not the worst, but she's but one, she's pretty she's one pretty of the bad. Worst. Yeah, pretty bad. I mean, how far does she have to get that we don't call her one of the worst? I mean, I feel like she has to make, make the merge. She's got to make the merge this time. Yeah. There's a lot of pressure on her. Yeah, that is a lot of pressure. Yeah, because I mean, it, the typical all star is like, well, I did good my first season. This is a little house money here. Because I already have one good season under my belt. Yeah, I, 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 I have bad, a target, blah, 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 blah. Even if I do bad, I can always point to the other season. Right. You know, she's saying, I don't even have, I don't even have four, a day four on, on under my belt. Yeah. And if I like go Like somebody out, else. <laughs> like, like who? <laughs> like you. Oh, I have day four under my belt. Yes. <laughs> oh, you were just the fourth boot, right? Yes. Thank yes. you for paying attention, yes. Nicole. 12 days. 12 yes. Days. Thank you. Um, so, but for, for Francesca, I mean, you got to be uh, like really scared the whole beginning of the game it's like oh my god if i'm even the third person out uh i have two boots and not a you know a total of you know 12 days playing this game this is not a good thing for my resume Mm -hmm. so we'll see i think she's gonna do better though i think she's definitely going to make the merge at least i mean i think francesca again on paper has all the tools that you would need to advance in the game yeah she's funny she's smart she seems athletic um I don't. And luckily, no one is going to listen to Philip. Nobody. Well, we'll see. Yeah, we'll I don't see. think so. We'll see. But I mean, you got to think Philip on day one is like, uh, let's get rid of Francesca. <laughs> no, he's probably going to try to make an alliance with her. Well, maybe. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. All right. So we'll keep our fingers crossed for Francesca because she's very funny. Mm-hmm. We she's, love Francesca. She's very funny. I mean, mm-hmm. Francesca and Corinne on the same tribe. This could be the funniest tribe and Cochrane. <laughs> uh, this could be the funniest tribe of all time. It's going to be a party. It's going to be a party. All right. So let's talk about Michael, Nicole. Michael. Here we go. Here's Michael. And uh, his name is Michael Snow. No relation to Jon Snow. I love Jon Snow. Okay. He's an event planner. He's from New York. He was the founding member of the Whole World Theater in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, his hobbies are running, theater, and film. Uh, pet peeves. I don't like crazy. If you can't think rationally, stay away from me. Uh, three things that you could have on the island. He would like knitting needles, cribbage, and a journal. The reason for being on Survivor is I'm playing to win. Why do you think you'll survive, Survivor? I'm patient, a problem solver, and a hard worker. And Survivor contestant, you are most like... He says, Suri and the Rob that sucks, uh, even though neither of them won, they are my two favorites. I relate to their game of listening, charming with humor, and not acting like a jerk. Oh, uh, obviously he he didn't watch you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, and he didn't say the Rob that sucks. He actually used my proper name. (laughs) My my Christian name. Yes, and I know that he definitely is a fan of yours because in his interviews... He wore a plaid shirt. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Well, well done. Well done, Michael Snow. All okay. right. Well, I got to think Michael is going to do uh, pretty well in this game. You know, I didn't see this part where he said that you were his, you know, his con- the, the contestant. Oh, I thought you did when you said, I, I hope somebody, <laughs> I want somebody to say that. <laughs> I didn't. And I actually starred him. I said, this guy's smart. There's something about this guy. He's got a plaid shirt on. There's something here. I think that this guy... This guy is good. I mean, he knows he knows the game. Um, the fact that the Survivor contestants that you're the most like, he says, Suri and Rob Sister, you know, I always say, you know, people have asked me before, who do you think played the game the most mm-hmm. like you? You always say. Suri. Mm-hmm. Suri, I think Suri was the female me. Mm-hmm. I think that we play 
extreme extremely similar uh even though neither of them won they are my two favorites i relate to their game of listening charming with humor and not acting like a jerk i mean that's really uh that's about 90 percent of smart forget strategy just you know be you know uh just make friends with people. That's and he really... seems really calm when he speaks. Mm-hmm. And he speaks um, like he's definitely thinking before he talks, unlike a lot of people. How do we think he is in the challenges? I think he's he's okay. I don't think he's great. I don't think he's terrible. Does he come off um, a little Lex Luthery? Like, do we are we like are we looking at my? Bald? <laughs> yeah, well, I'm bald too. Yes. Um, but with the, between the glasses and the bald head, he, he, he looks like he's up to something. No, I get the opposite <laughs> thing. I feel like he's non-threatening. Non-threatening. Yeah. I mean, I, I look at this guy and I see he's smart. Like, oh, we're going to get rid of this guy because he looks very, he looks very smart and he looks like he's up to something. Well, I don't think he's going to be wearing his glasses on the island. <laughs> so I think that's a good thing. I think that this guy's going to stick around. Yeah. Yeah. He looks like, uh, you know, looks like, uh, an executive. Well, he is. Well, I say, okay, well, uh, he's too smart. Mm. Gotta, gotta get rid of him. He's how these survivors think. I don't think so. I don't know. I get a good feeling off of Michael. Yeah. So he's, he better start charming right away. Yeah. So we'll feel, but I gotta feel good about Michael. Mm-hmm. Feel good about Michael. Uh, yeah. All right. So good. Uh, looking forward to seeing Michael also. It looks like he knows how to play the game. Oh, uh, but he he's a knitter. <laughs> okay. Why is that bad? Is that a. <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's it, it means he has patience. Maybe he can make a blanket for everybody. You could use a blanket on Survivor. <laughs> yes. All right. Here we go. Here he is, Nicole, the guy that we all wanted to see come back. Here he is, John Cochran, the Harvard Law student whose claim to fame was flipping on his tribe, being reluctant to take off his shirt on day one of Survivor South Pacific, and uh, who also uh, famously uh, had an accident in his pants in kindergarten. Yep. Johnny Cox, who poops his pants. <laughs> Here he is. Uh, his hobbies are Beatles music, guitar, and so on. Does he play? Does he? I've seen the picture of him with a guitar. I've seen pictures of him with a guitar. He should come on the show and serenade us. Like Amanda Kimmel. <laughs> yes. I have three words to describe you. Brilliant, insecure, and neurotic. Oh. If you could have three things uh, on Survivor, it would be uh, a Frisbee. It's fun, and it doubles as a dish. That's very smart. Uh, the uh, cards to pass the time. Uh, and a sketch pad. I like to doodle. And he likes to do-do. <laughs> <laughs> Survivor contestant you're most like. He says, I have the humor of Rob Sesternino, the intelligence of Yul Kwan, and the candor of Jonathan Penn. Now, I don't know if that's a repeat from the first time he was on. I mean, that's what it said the first time. Yeah. I don't know if he just didn't change his answer or uh, they're just doing best stuff yes. here on the cbs.com. Rob Sesternino, Yul Kwan, Jonathan Penner, the whole package. Yes. Mm-hmm. Such a studly combination. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. I I, I... <laughs> <laughs> don't even. <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> yeah. I uh... <laughs> <laughs> you can't even I know, do it right been, now. We've been doing the show for so long. I, 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 yeah. I need a, I need a drink. Uh, okay, so yeah, generally uh, dr- dry mouth to do. I uh, can't do a Penner impression. Okay, so here's uh, co- here's Cochran. Uh, you have cotton mouth. Yes, I have cotton yeah. mouth from uh, <laughs> from Cochran. Uh, here we go. So Nicole, tell us about Cochran. I I mean, what's not to love about Cochran? I love hearing him talk because he is just, he cracks me up. I think he is so funny. Well, he's so funny in his videos, and uh-huh. he's talking about how uh, and he's, he's just like, like oh, he's just dead serious when he talks. Yeah. <laughs> he's talking about the first time he's like, uh, I went thirty-one days in the game, and I really, 
you know, it's I didn't have a strategy, and it's debatable if people even liked me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's really good, but you know, it's funny. Except for those other fifteen or sixteen people that were on Survivor South Pacific, it seems like everybody likes Cochrane. It just seems like they those did not people. like him. Now, who is it? Is it everybody likes Cochrane in small doses, and then when when Cochrane is around for a week, ten days, two weeks, three weeks, then he really grates on you. I think that he was with a lot of big personalities, like Whitney. What did she say to him? You, you disgust just... me. Like, really? <laughs> but I think going into this, everybody is like loves Cochran. Uh-huh. I, I don't think he has a target on his back. Believe it or not, even though that I feel like we felt that at some uh, back in Survivor South Pacific, uh-huh. they said, "Well, if he comes back, he's going to have a target on his back." Yeah. But it's it's he doesn't have a target on his back because I don't think people consider him to be a good player. Yeah, I think yeah, I think you're right. You there. get a t- yes, he got a lot of airtime, and and you know you wonder if you can trust him if he's gonna if he's gonna flip. But he did seem like he's somebody that he went along with whatever coach wanted to do. Yeah, he seems like somebody that would go with the flow. Uh, he seems like a, he would be a good number to have, mm-hmm. and he's not a guy that you had to be afraid of that you he was going to be scheming and manipulating or anything like that. Agreed. So I don't think he has the sort of target on his back that you might expect Cochran to have. I think you might be just leery of Cochran. Yeah. But you say, okay, well, well, he might flip on us. Yeah. But maybe if you like, if you, but if you, I, I also get the sense though, you'd be concerned he's going to flip. But if you like got in his face and read him the riot act. He'd, be, uh, he'd poop his pants. <laughs> And say like, look, Cochran, you're voting. You're voting with us tonight. And he'd be like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, you're I got right, it. You're you got right. It. You're got right. It. All right. Um, so, yeah, I, I wouldn't be concerned. I would. That wouldn't bother me. Him yeah. flipping on Survivor South Pacific. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, gotta feel feel good about Cochran. I do. I do feel good about him. How high is the ceiling for Cochran? I don't think he's gonna win. Yeah. I think he'll do okay. Well, how good is okay? Will he, will he do better than last time? I think he came in seventh place last time. I think he's going to probably land around there. Land around there. Okay. That's mm-hmm. pretty good. Yeah. Okay. So we'll see for Cochran. Very excited to see uh, Cochran back on the show Absolutely. this season. And I'm sure that Stephen Fishback will have plenty to say about Cochran. I can in our only imagine. Know it all. all right. Let's talk about Shamar. Am I saying Is it Shamar? I don't know. Shamar. We'll call him Shamar until further notice. Shamar. Uh... Shamar could go either way for me. <sighs> Shamar, seem, to me, he seems like a really nice guy, but he's a Marine. And I think that they're used to, you know, really being really strict and having things go a certain way. And just, I don't, I don't want to say rigid because that's not really the right word that I'm, I'm looking for. But, um, you know, survivors are a bit lazy at times. Yeah. Shamar, I thought he had a really great personality in his videos. Uh, his personal claim to fame is he's very proud of being a non-commissioned officer in the Marine Corps, being a leader at a young age and responsible for other Marines has changed his life mm-hmm. for the better. Uh, his pet peeves are when people chew with their mouth open and when people are ignorant. Uh, he also can't stand when civilians lack passion or enthusiasm about their jobs. Three words to describe him are cool, passionate, and respected. Uh, and Survivor contestant he's most like is Rupert because he played the game with honor. Uh, he's also worked with troubled youth. So he shares his passion to help the community. Now, he was in Iraq. Yeah. He was in the Battle of Fallujah. Yeah. Um, he, he is going to laugh at the survivors when they think they have it rough. He's already had it rough. Yes. 
Uh, he also, uh, I felt like he was threatening to hands it up and like throw people's socks in the fire. <laughs> he was. Uh, and do some stuff like that. Now, interestingly, also about Shamar, I was uh, alerted by one of our interns, Taylor Cotter, told me to check out on YouTube. Uh, he was very big in the Occupy Wall Street movement, Shamar. Uh-huh. Uh, and he's like, there's like a video on him of, on YouTube where he's like screaming at like 30 cops. Uh, and he's like, he's like, uh, you think it's okay to hurt people? Like, oh, wow. Uh, yeah. He's like, you want to fight people? Go to Iraq. Like, he's really like, uh, he was part of like, he was in like this video that got passed around a lot of people. So he has a temper. He's uh, basically was uh, saying to the cops, do you think you can wag your finger in my face? Uh, He's a guy I wouldn't want to mess with. Would not want to mess with him. I would not want to mess with him. Okay. Now, we have seen big guys on Survivor have mixed results. Yes. Okay. Um, Now, it seems like he has a lot of padding here. Yeah. So... We, you know, what do you he, mean padding? Like uh, he, he's got some weight to lose. Oh, okay. Okay. He's a big guy. He's a big guy. Yeah. So uh, he could be, you know, built for the long haul. Yes. So we'll see. Or he could be very hungry. <laughs> yeah. I can see him getting hungry. <laughs> I hope he does well. I mean, he served our country. Like he deserves some some respect and maybe some money. Um, but I just know that how, you know, watching Survivor, some survivors can get lazy and not really pull their weight. Did Shamar say he wants a showmance also? I didn't catch that. Oh, okay. We'll see. Does he, did he say anything about, a, is he married? I didn't see. Okay. So we'll see. So who can we hook him up with? <laughs> I don't know. Um, maybe, maybe, let's see. Uh, who do we want to put him with? Uh, well, let's see. Who are the eligible bachelorettes? Uh, oh, I got one. Andrea? <laughs> no, from the uh, the fans. Yes, who's he's from Roosevelt, Long Island. Yes. What about the other chick that's from Long Island? <laughs> oh, that's good. It's it's a short commute, Oceanside, Roosevelt. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think, uh, Shamar? I feel like mid season for Shamar. I feel like he's going to be strong. He's going to dominate in the challenges. He's going to be really good in the beginning, and then they're going to vote him out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so uh, then uh, let's go back to our favorites. And uh, how about one of the other big returning favorites here, Nicole? Uh, the one and only specialist, Philip Shepard. Specialist. Yeah. Specialist, 54. Looking good. Looking, looking good. good. Looking good for 54. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So uh, here he is. He is. His personal claim to fame is he was served as a soldier in the U.S. Army. I did not know that. Yes. I, I did not know that. You didn't know that? I didn't. Yes. <laughs> He's a federal agent. Oh, yeah, agent. I did know that. I did know that. Yeah. Uh, his inspiration in life is his son. Mm-hmm. His hobbies are skating, basketball, weightlifting, and people. Mm-hmm. Uh, his pet peeves are people who act like they know everything and do nothing. Oh. Uh, his three words to describe him are outgoing, intelligent, and competitor. Mm-hmm. Uh, the survivor that you are most like, smart players, uh, Boston Rob, Andrea Belke, and John Cochran. Is that a little, a little kneecap sucking already to start the season? This is probably all only the ones that he knows. <laughs> <laughs> uh, reasons for being on Survivor uh, to win $1 million and outwit the other contestants again. Philip is one of the most interesting stories about this season. Yes. Because... We had the, we saw what we saw last time. We saw what we saw. We saw what we saw last time of, you know, Philip, it seemed. Seemingly. Seemingly was losing it out yes. there. Yes. Um, and Boston Rob wanted to take him to the end. Now, Philip uh, revealed that he, that was actually. His plan all along. All part of the plan. Yes. And it, that was alluded to on the, on the show. 
It wasn't like some. Sometimes these other people have said that they are doing something, and there's no evidence to support that. So there was there was a, f- a few moments a on few, the show yeah. uh, where Philip, uh, you know, alluded to having something up his sleeve and stuff like that. Now, Philip says the reason why he did that was because he knew Boston Rob had the game on lockdown, and he was going to take Boston Rob to the end. Now. It's possible, Nicole. Mm-hmm. This season, we could see a totally different Philip Shepard. Well, he did say last time he decided to be the runner-up. Yes. This season, he decided to be the winner. So we will see. I really feel like Philip is one of the most interesting people to watch this season. Because mm-hmm. I do feel... I mean, the guy has been to the final three. Right. So the sky is the limit. Yeah. He's been. He's been there. You know, I also I wouldn't be shocked if he was out early. So will, will we get the answer to the question, is he crazy or is this Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. There's well, an... that's that's interesting. That is interesting. So I think that Philip and I feel like uh he's going to have success this season because who is going to want to get rid of Philip? Francesca. Francesca, right. Besides <laughs> Francesca. I feel like, I mean, why not keep him around? Again, he's not a guy with a target on his back that you say, oh, Philip, he's the mastermind. He's a strategic genius. I mean, he has the benefit of being, uh, oh, Boston Rob was doing everything last time. Philip, he just goes along with it. He's yeah. just, you know, he's just going to be crazy. But he's- you are playing with favorites. These are returning players. I think that it, it may be a little different. It may be different, but I kind of feel like he doesn't have a target on his back. Yeah. Okay. So I think Philip could do uh, could really surprise people this season. I'd like to see it. I think Philip's. I feel. I feel good about Philip. Okay. You just want to see his pink panties again. Oh, Nicole, I be- I I believe that's not uh, appropriate to call them panties for men. <laughs> They're panties for men. No, I don't. I don't think. Again, I I think that's that's not correct. <laughs> All right. Here we go. All right, and now our last favorite, Nicole, our last fan. Our last, our last fan. He's buried correct. here at the bottom of the page. I think that even the link to his picture isn't even working on CBS.com. I think he was cute. Yes. Here's Reynolds, uh-huh. who I did not expect to like, uh-huh. but I did. Even when he says his inspiration in life is Tom Brady? Yeah, well, he lost me a yeah. little bit with that. He lost <laughs> me a little bit with that. Uh, here's Reynold. Uh, he's from San Francisco. Uh, his personal claim to fame was living in Australia. His inspiration in life was Tom Brady because he's the ultimate competitor, and he always brings out the absolute best of the, anyone who plays with him. Uh, he plays with such a calm poise in the most intense, stressful situations and will never take credit for the victories uh, he has led. Uh, really? In, really? No, he well, doesn't you take know credit what? for his victories? In fairness, I, again, I am not a Patriots fan. Uh-huh. Tom Brady is a uh, is a fantastic he, yes, leader. Yes, um, and and he re- and he really does. You know, uh, you know, the Patriots without Tom Brady are you know uh, are they, not the winners that they are. Are not the, would not be as winning as they have been, uh, except in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, three words to describe you are adventurous, resourceful, and likable. Uh, if you could have three things on the island, uh, what would that be and why? Music, books, yada, yada, yada. Uh, survivor contestant that you are most like. Physically, I can perform in the challenges like Colby Donaldson. Socially, I flirt like Parvati. Is this the first man that said they're like Parvati? <laughs> no, no. Colton said that he was like... Well, a little different. <laughs> <laughs> he said he was like uh, Corinne, Parvati, and somebody else. Yes. Well, that slightly different. Yes. 
Uh, socially, he flirts like poverty, and I'm a bit like Todd Herzog, Ooh. where I could play into people's egos and keep them blind to my agenda. Well, now this must be a super fan if he's dropping a, a, a Todd bomb. Todd bomb on us, yes. That's so good. I, this is what I like to see. I actually feel really good about Reynolds. Okay. Now I'm concerned uh, about him as a physical threat. Like I could see him being uh, somebody that they want to get rid of at the merge. Yeah. See, it's funny. You had a good feeling about him, but I had Z Z Z Z Z next to no, him. No, no. Yes. I read between the lines, Nicole. Yes. I well, I was. I, I said, dug deeper. I said snoozer. Yes. Well, I don't think he's a snoozer. I think I said that, snoozer. I think of the fans, uh, I think that he is one of the one of the top people. I think him and Michael are the two fans that have impressed me the most. Okay. Sounds good. So, yes, he does. It does sound good, Nicole. That's right. So I feel uh, I feel like the arrow is pointing up for Reynolds. Okay. I think that, I, you know, for me, I had snoozer. Snoozer. I had snoozer. I wasn't, I wasn't impressed. I wasn't as impressed as you were. Yeah. But I could see him making the merge and... But not winning. Not winning. Not All right. Winning. So here's the here's the last one. Here he is, Nicole, the twentieth contestant on Survivor fans versus favorites. He mm-hmm. was a fan. Now he's a favorite. Here he is. It's Malcolm Freeberg. Yes. Uh, the uh, from Survivor Philippines. He's a bartender. Uh, his inspiration in life is O.J. Simpson before the murder. When he was a kid, he had uh, rickets for his birthday. This when is he... the same bio from last year. Okay. <laughs> yes. All right. So, uh, yes, if you have three things on the island, soap, uh, it's not for him. It's for whoever he ends up cuddling with, uh, a book of puzzles, and the hidden immunity idol that I never played in Philippines. Early advantage. Seems obvious. Yeah. Uh, So, uh, Survivor Contestant, you're most like. He says this seems like a trick question. Whatever. We remember Malcolm. Yeah. So, Nicole, Malcolm is in a very interesting position because I feel like, you know, judging Malcolm from his game the first time. Mm-hmm. I feel like Malcolm might be the best player that's out there of these 10 favorites. Uh-huh. Malcolm, in my opinion, is the total package of Survivor. Uh, he is. Sounds he, like someone has a man crush. I'm, not, I'm being complimentary. Uh-huh. Um, he knows the game. Mm-hmm. He's a physical threat. And he has a good personality. Right. And I feel like... I mean, Malcolm really could be a, I mean, tell me the difference between a 25-year-old Boston Rob and a 25-year-old Malcolm. I think Malcolm has a better attitude also. Yeah. I think that, I think his head got a little big in, well, in, in his interviews. It's possible, but his season didn't even air yet. Well, I, and there's, and then there's that. There's he's going back to back. Right. Is he in the right mental space to be well, going back? Well, I can back? tell you. Now, I don't know how whether it was 2 weeks or whether it was 3 weeks in between. I could tell you that I was not physically. Some people would say uh I'm still not physically right. Uh and you're not. Or mentally right. You never were. <laughs> <laughs> uh I was not right. I I can remember I came home from Survivor the Amazon. It was like December 12th or 12th 12th to 13th. Um I, on New Year's Eve, uh, I was like, I had gone out and I was like, I couldn't, like, again, I couldn't stay up past like 10 o'clock at night. I was like asleep at like a party. Um, you know, you just, uh, I was not my normal self yeah. uh, three weeks after 
the playing survivor. Can you imagine going back to play again? No, no, I would not. Or were were you just in that mental space where you are just in survivor? I don't know. I mean, I, I really, um, I was kind of a weird thing. Like I finished playing survivor like on a Thursday and I like went back to work on like a Monday. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> that was crazy. That was crazy <laughs> looking back at that. Um, so uh, the mental thing I think is almost is easier because you're still, um, you know, it's not, you, there's, I don't think there was a major adjustment. It's not like, you know, you were in the, like being raised by wolves for five years and now you're back in civilization. But some people do come back mentally not Yeah, but they, the they were really not right to begin with. <laughs> That's true. But that being said, with, uh, for Malk. For Malk, phys- you guys are, are, you guys are like that? <laughs> physically. I don't know how it's going to be for him going back so soon. Yeah. And I think he's kind of screwed by the last time somebody came back that they didn't know who he was. Yes. Thank you, Mr. Russell Hans. Was uh, Brandon's uncle, mm-hmm. Russell Hans. Mm-hmm. And now if I'm a favorite and I'm your, out there. Your, your ears are going to raise. And now there's, okay, I know you, I know you, I know you, I know you. Wait. Who's this guy? Mm-hmm. What did he do? What did he do? And even if he says, yeah, hey, I'm just, you know, I was a, you know, a good looking guy that was got to the final four. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was I played an honest game. But I'd say, I don't believe you. Yeah. And I would say, I don't I know everything about these people. I know nothing about this guy. I want him gone. Absolutely. And and I think Malcolm is going to have an uphill climb. Mm hmm. Although I think that Andrea is going to get one look at him and say, oh, I think he should stay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We'll see. We'll see. Mm -hmm. I I could see Philip saying right off the bat, I don't know who this guy is. Let's uh, get rid of him. And I think Malcolm is I think Francesca, too, is going to be like, there's something. This guy did something. We don't know what what this guy is capable of. Let's get rid of him. We'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see. So I think Malcolm could, if he can get past that, mm-hmm. sky's the limit for Malcolm. Yeah. I think he's, he, I think he's the most complete player. Uh, he's in, a player. He is a player. Mm-hmm. He knows what he's doing. He knows the game. Uh, if he can, he's also, uh, you know, prone to the, uh, the cuddle monster. <laughs> he is. Yeah. So he can be a victim of the showmance. Mm-hmm. He's very showmantic. Yes. So that could be a problem also. Mm-hmm. And these, some of these women will will chew him up and spit him out. This isn't like Angie. I think Corinne will totally chew him <laughs> up and spit him out and then spit kick him, him in the out. stomach. Yes. Um, so we will see. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens with with Malcolm. I, I don't feel great about Malcolm on the second time. No, I don't think I don't think this is uh this is his season. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. I think Philippines Philippines was going to be his calling card season. Yeah, you're in the big leagues now, uh, Malcolm. Yeah, welcome to the show. <laughs> welcome to the show. Okay. Uh, and, and, and that was it. And that's it. That's our top 20. So how, now how do we think this is going to play out? Do you think that the fans will want to work with the favorites? Or do you think that the fans will be eager to get rid of the favorites? We've seen in the past on Survivor that people have been very prone to want to work with the returning players. This season was a bit of a turning point where we had some of the people, the Jeff Kents, uh, the artists and Pete's and Abby Maria's didn't want the returning players around. So do you think that the fans will likely want to get rid of, will they say, Hey, a fan should win this game 
Or do you think they will be like, oh my god? I think they're in the same space that the last season was on, where they wanted to get rid of the returning players. They haven't seen that that season air yet. I think we're still in the the returning players win. The returning players get far. Let's get rid of them. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that they're going to be working together. But at the end of the day, I still I feel like the returning players are going to run circles around these guys. Probably. It's such a big difference having played the game versus not played the game. Absolutely. And it has nothing to do with how to make a fire, how to make a camp, how to build a, you know, how to build how to build a tarp or put the tarp up. So you're just up. more mentally prepared for this. You go on Survivor and then you're never the same again. In that that you just you watch the game and you think you just you the way you think about the game is totally different after you've played than beforehand. And there are just And people, they're hungrier. They're hungrier for a win. That are on this season from the favorites that have not just been thinking about how to play the game since they found out from casting they were going back. They've been thinking about this for a year since the yeah. two years. Since their first season. Since their first season. And mm-hmm. they've thought about it every day, multiple times. Yes. What they're going to do when they go back. And if you're just a fan, especially if you're a recruit, um, I know it's fans versus favorites. Um, these people were not all fans of the show. Some of mm-hmm. them were. Some of them, you know, they found because of whatever. Right. Um, you cannot compete with that. You can get lucky. Right. But you cannot compete with somebody who thinks about who has spent at hundreds of hours thinking about this game. And they've essentially been playing the game since they've they're, they've been done playing the game. And that's why I always like it when they bring back the returning players, because the returning players are the people who have spent hundreds and thousands of hours thinking about the game. Yeah. And that's why the gameplay gets elevated, I feel like. Absolutely. When you bring the returning players into the mix instead of just, you know, fans versus fans. And it's like, you know, get it's a pretty simple game. Yeah. So let's see, Nicole. I think it's time to make some picks. This is the hard part. This is the hard hard part part. because I don't have anybody that I'm like, okay, went right to. I didn't get a good feeling until we talked about it. That's usually how I I, I like to do it. Yes. Okay. Um. I think a man is going to win this season. Oh. I think it's time for a man to take the crown again. Um, I did like, I have high hopes for hope. Yes, high hopes. But I'm going to have to, I think my pick for this season is Michael. You went with Michael. Okay, Michael Snow. Very good. Mm -hmm, Because I love Jon Snow. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes, very good. That that is a very strong pick, Nicole. Mm Mm-hmm. I will disagree with you, though. Okay. You have to. Because I think that the winner of this season will be one of the favorites. You do? Yes. I also feel like it will be a woman. Oh, we're, we're so on opposite we're sides. We're so on opposite sides. And I'm really torn here. Okay. Between two women. Okay. Story of my life. Yes. I'm going to punch you in the face. There are two women that have stood out to me that Uh I think fit the mold of what I saw win in Survivor Fans vs. Favorites 1, and that was Parvia. Uh-huh. And those two women are Andrea Belkin Uh and Brenda Lowe. Uh-huh. I think those are the two people that are out of that that Parvity 1.0 mold Mm -hmm. that could come back, that could back their eyes. I agree with one of them. Could flirt. Mm -hmm. I agree with one. Yeah. I know one is going to have her eyes on the prize, mm-hmm. and one might get caught up in a showmance. Uh-huh. 
And while I do and not, both could be to their disadvantage. Both could be to their disadvantage. And I know that she has a big target on her back. But I'm going to go with Brenda. Brenda! Yes. I think that you're... I'm going to put money on you losing. Okay, well, you could... You should put money on me losing because there's 20 people. <laughs> there's 20. I picked a 1 out of 20 chance. Yes, I think Andrea has a better shot. I know, but I've already I've already picked her and I can't put all my <laughs> eggs in that basket. If a returning if I, player... If, if I did not already pick her for Survivor Redemption Island... I would I, I would go with Andrea. I think that if a returning player does win, I think it would be Andrea. She, I think she has a a, a great shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like Brenda is the player. I, I I disagree. I mean, nothing against Brenda. I think she's a lovely person. She's a great player. Yeah. Brenda's a great player. Yeah. Yeah. I think Brenda's one of the top all-time female players. Yeah, and she's hot. Yeah, I, I think I'm ever in my top five, top five female players. Yeah. Oh wow, wowzer. Yeah, she's good. Yeah, she's I... very good. But the target—that's yeah. my big—that's my big thing. Mm-hmm. If if she loses, I think she's too strong. Yeah, she's she's that good. She's yeah, that good. So we'll see. Maybe she can align. You know, she's got she's got to pick up some of these fans. Yeah, she needs the fans. Yeah, you know, I was really hoping. I really wanted Shamar. Yes. To win because he is a Marine. And I, like, I feel like that would be a great story to have an ex-Marine as the winner. Mm-hmm. Like That would be pretty cool. But I don't think that's going to happen. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, it seems unlikely. Yeah. All right, Nicole. So that is our big fans versus favorites preview. I hope you guys liked it. I don't have much of a voice left. Or if you guys are still listening. Yeah, it's still listening. Yeah. Yeah, that's why we like to do it You know, two weeks before the show. Yes. You have all this time to listen and, and to it. And they like to wait to see what our predictions are, too. Yeah. So, yeah. So, we, we've made our official picks now. We've locked them in. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, uh, we are all ready to start the season two weeks from Wednesday. Wowzer. Yeah. So, uh, very exciting. It's going to be a great season. I'm looking forward to it. And I have I already have a guest booked for the first Survivor podcast of the new season. Can you say? Uh, I will not say it. Okay, you haven't even said to me. <laughs> I've not even said I've not even said to you, but I have a uh, I already have a, a guest booked. And I think it's a pretty good one. Okay, cool. And I'm going to be back for the season for as many podcasts as I can be. Okay, good. Love to have you. Yeah. Um, this person is also a a person who has played multiple times on Survivor. Who hasn't played multiple times? <laughs> this is a short list. Yes. This is a short list. Yeah. Ralph Kaiser. He's the only one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, and as always, uh, we always appreciate it during the season when you use our links for Amazon.com yes. to uh, help support the podcast, but you also get great deals uh, save lots of money and get the best selection when you use robhasawebsite.com slash Amazon to start your Amazon shopping experience. So yes. we always appreciate that. And if you appreciated this uh, two-hour podcast here, our mega preview, and you want to uh, give us some good feedback, you can always go to the iTunes store uh, and give us uh, five stars and a positive comment. Nicole, we hit 500 comments uh, on Rob as a podcast on Amazon this week. That's incredible. That is Let's incredible. Let's hit a thousand. What's that? You want to hit a thousand? Let's hit a thousand. A uh, you weren't even happy with it. You took a second to be happy about 500. <laughs> I reach for the stars. We're reach, reach for the five stars. Yes, reach for the we, five stars. Yeah, and you can do that. Rob has a website.com slash iTunes. So go right to the iTunes store and leave us some feedback and some comments. Fantastic. And we appreciate that. So, 
Uh, Nicole, that is going to do it for this podcast. Plenty more Miss Survivor coming up this week. We've also got a roundtable with our Survivor bloggers this season. Wow. Uh, I believe we have five Survivor bloggers this season. Everyone's hard at work. Everybody's hard at work. The Rob has a website. Uh, engine is humming. So <laughs> oh, that, That's what I hear? <laughs> yes, that's that noise you hear. Yeah. Uh, I thought so it was the voices in my head. So we're going to talk with the... We're going to do a roundtable with all of the bloggers. We're going to do the Survivor Amazon 10-year reunion show. We're going to crown Miss Survivor. We've got a lot to do before the Survivor season starts. But then uh, it's go time. September 13th, two-hour premiere. The premiere will be as long as this preview podcast. Oh, wowzer. Fantastic. All right, Nicole, I will let you go. I know you have to get uh, your heart at work. You need to get back to your blog at thatprettyfitchick.com. Yes, always hardworking. We're actually, I'm doing a new uh, online fitness program for fitness coaching. So if you want four weeks of um, planned workouts, I'm your girl. I'll just develop like these um, daily workouts for you, coach you every day. It's this new thing that I'm working on. It's actually been really successful. Could you train people to go on Survivor? I can train people to go on Survivor. Would you do that? I, I could do that. I could definitely do that. You would write a workout plan for somebody who's going to go back on Survivor? It's basically what I'm doing. I create a workout for somebody to do every single day of the week with one day of rest, and it's preparing them for something. Maybe it is Survivor. Now, <laughs> would you be influenced if, if a former Survivor contacted you and had you write a workout for them before they went back on the game? Would, they, would you pick them? As my pick as that my pick, season, I feel like I would have to. <laughs> I would have to. Did any of the players from this season uh, pick uh, talk to you beforehand about a training regimen? Do you know something called a confidentiality agreement? <laughs> oh, your confidentiality <laughs> agreement. All yes. Right. All right. So uh, yeah, check out Nicole's blog thatprettyfitchick.com. Uh, I need to go find a lozenge. Uh, have a great week, everybody. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye guys.